0: In this week's episode, we're getting ready for rumbles. Multiple earthquakes have rolled through Southern California, which naturally have affected theme park operations and guest satisfaction. Safety first, though. And speaking of safety, or lack thereof, another rumble occurred in Toontown over the weekend, which has us questioning security protocols again. Also, Mulan trailer, another Disney legend, Forky Fails, and more on this shaken episode of the Mousepire Podcast
1: i'm anthony i'm diggs
0: i'm tim i'm dan welcome to mousepire your source for disney star wars and everything in between this is the podcast where both empires collide ladies and gentlemen boys and girls welcome to the mousepire podcast
2: What's going on? Huh. Uh-oh!
3: The apprentice lives. What is this? You best start believing in ghost stories, Miss Turner.
0: You're in one.
3: Bring help me,
1: to show
0: You never had a friend like me. Some imagination, huh? <laughs>
1: Made you look happy birthday. Anyone's birthday this time? Uh, actually, today is uh Tron's birthday. Oh, Ooh, that's I like right. Tron, yeah. It's uh, what's I think 17th or I mean 37th anniversary. Is it 37 or 36? Uh, 82, right? I don't remember. Seven plus two is nine, I believe. So, yeah, whoa, math. I, I know, I was... right? We hey, we don't do math. Yeah, I, I thought
2: I saw 36, so I, I, just don't know. Was, I was wondering, it's 30 something.
1: Yeah. So we're not way, 30 something. yeah, so yeah, today's Tron's birthday.
0: I will say that the original Tron is an acquired taste. What? But uh I can understand how some people might not like it just because of the style. However, Tron Legacy is something that just about everybody should like.
1: But surprisingly they don't.
0: <laughs> I don't get why.
1: I don't know. Same people that don't like Tomorrowland, I guess. Okay.
0: The movie Tomorrowland is amazing. There's I thought it was a fantastic of, film.
1: But there's a lot, tons of people that hate that movie because they have no vision and they're stupid. And yeah, <laughs> I, I and get And if, if there's somebody listening that feels that way, well. Can I ask you this well, about Tomorrowland? You're stupid.
0: Do you think that if the movie had a different climax that was, uh, like, they didn't arrive at the city and it was, like, dead or whatever, do you think that people would have liked it more?
1: I'm just going to say this real quick, and then we can move on. Uh, you know, people are always talking about Release the Schneider Cut. I don't know if you know about that. but it's a For big, Tomorrowland? No, for uh, Justice League. Okay. Uh, release the Schneider Cut is a big thing yeah. on the interwebs because there are all those DC fans out there that think there's some mystery uh, cut, uh, three and a three-and-a-half-hour cut of Justice League. That, that was turn- actually good? That was actually good. That turns it into some, like, uh, Oscar worthy movies like Lord of the Rings or something. Uh, But uh, I believe that there was a uh, version in Brad Bird's head of of Tomorrowland that was a masterpiece. And I think he had that vision as far back as 2013 because some of the stuff that was on display at D23 in 2013 uh, promoting Tomorrowland two years before it came out was some mind blowing stuff. Yeah. That they were talking about uh with history and the whole uh thing with the secret society, yeah, and then they had all that uh all that uh viral marketing that they had online for it uh and stuff like that, and then I think along the way the 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 uh, studio got cold feet and told him uh that he had to change it and that it had to not be so confusing and so uh cerebral here's what and so I think he ended up with not the movie that he necessarily wanted here's what
0: I believe about that film, that all the lead up stuff was great. When I was a little disappointed is when they arrive to the planet or the dimension or whatever it's, it's referred to as, and no one's there except a skeleton crew. And they're basically just watching the, world about to come to an and end.
1: And I think a lot of it is the end. It, de- it was depressing.
0: Now, I still and love the And I think movie. a lot of that
1: is, I think, what he ended up having to change because a lot of uh, the stuff that we saw leading up to it implied otherwise. So.
0: so that's what, for me, if they had arrived there and the society was all still there, but there was a big problem that needed to be solved that only the girl and, and George Clooney together could solve, right. not the world's coming to an end, but that secret society maybe is crumbling. And once they're there, they're welcomed back and they're, you know, okay, you're here now even though we banished you and, uh, you know, the security system is what's been keeping you away this whole time. Really, we've needed your help. You know, something like that where it's not so impending doom. I think the movie would have been better received. However, it wasn't and that sucks. Right.
2: Well, I actually saw Tron... With a double feature back then, because we used to see two movies. Remember that? Yes. And I saw it with In the drive-in. No, I was at the oh, uh, okay. theater, and I saw it with Firefox.
1: That's an interesting. Uh, <laughs> wow. That's yeah. Wow. Yeah, it is wow. It wasn't Firefox R. Um, I don't know. Maybe I don't. Somebody remember. probably
0: figured. Let's stick these two sci-fi movies together.
1: But Firefox isn't sci-fi. It's, it's not. It's totally like a Cold War thriller with oh. Clint Eastwood. Yeah, that's it's the one where he steals the uh, I'm the thinking Russian Firefly. blackbird. Mm. <laughs> You're talking like that's like 20 years.
2: All right, so we're going to move on with the sad news of the passing of uh, Cameron Boyce, who was a Disney Channel star, uh, passed away at the age of 20. Uh, for you, for those who don't know, he was on Jesse. Also, uh, Gamer's Guide, which was right after Jesse, and our good friend Rob worked with him on that set. Uh, also, of course, a big has a big role in Descendants, and of course, Descendants Three is coming up next month or something. I believe next month. Uh, and it's his uh, final piece. That I don't know. I'm not sure if he did anything else after Being that.
1: Being a TV actor, he might have other things here and there that might still pop up. Who knows? Depends on how active he was.
2: Um, also, he was in Grown Ups and Grown Ups Two. So real quick about Descendants 3, Cameron, actually, he wanted to leave the Disney, you know, company. You know, everyone like Hannah Montana or what's her name? Miley Cyrus leaves Disney to do their own things. Cameron did that. He was gone. His contract was up for uh, Disney. So he was planning on to move on to do his own things. And the Descendants franchise was so big that they actually asked him to come back. Like, please, can you please come back so to do the third one? So he said, all right, I will so that's a little little insider information about that, him coming back to do Descendants 3, and um, I'm pretty sure he's going to do a good job on that. We talked about Descendants when it first came out, how I thought it was going to be awesome, but I didn't know it was going to be a musical thing. The premise is super cool. Right.
0: Not very well executed. But
2: my point is is uh, when they started doing the, the musical part and dancing and all that, them choosing him is a, uh, was a great choice. Because I don't know if anyone actually knows that he was actually in a group called the B-Boys, which is a dance group in L.A. Where they just, you know, they go to competitions. Kind of like, uh, what's that movie with the dancers? Uh, getting Breaking. It? No, before, after that. <laughs> after that. That's a good step one. Step Up. Uh, one of those, yeah, Step Ups or whatever it is. They go to competitions and go against other uh, groups They're and stuff like break that. Break dancers. Uh, yeah. Papa Lockin. <laughs> no sh-
1: so like Jason Mendoza,
2: um, yes. So, so yeah, I thought he was a great choice for uh, uh, for the Descendants role since he has some experience in dancing and all that. But as uh, far as we've been we uh been told in the media and press is that he had a uh, seizure at night and died from
1: that. And uh, the reports uh, saying apparently that, he had a history of uh, medical.
2: Yeah, it, no one's
0: like, saying what, which makes leads me to believe that it was actually some drug related thing, and that's just the information, but. No, I'm not saying I know that's true. That's just...
1: No, they literally said that he had a seizure from an ongoing medical condition for which he was being treated. That's the exact quote. Apparently, real fast, he was set to appear as a series regular in HBO's new show, Mrs. Fletcher. Oh, and a spinoff of the film American Satan called Paradise City. Mm. A TV spinoff about rock stars navigating the music industry.
0: American Satan is... Uh, I watched that movie.
1: Apparently, it was, he was supposed to be in a spinoff of that movie. Uh, A lot of uh, his uh, co-stars
2: and, of course, uh, close friends, you know, tweet out a lot of things. Uh, I'm just going to read one of them is from uh, Adam Sandler, who said, too young, too sweet, too funny. Just the nicest, most talented and most decent kid around. Love that kid. Care so much about his family. Care so much about the world. Thank you, Cameron, for all you gave to us. So much more on the way. All our hearts are broken. Thinking of your amazing family and sending our deepest condolences. All right, so we're just going to go ahead and uh, move on with the rest of the podcast, and um, I don't know if you guys felt it, but there was like an earthquake, like on uh, well, Friday, and it, it like it, it like shook everything around.
0: <laughs> Whoa, really?
2: <laughs> yes, it was, uh, first of all, let me just say that I was nowhere near it. I was actually in, in LA, and I was at the Well,
1: uh, well hold on, we got to back up. We got to back up? We'll back it up. Back it up because I mean, as far as Disney goes, there was actually a first earthquake. Just because you didn't feel it doesn't mean it isn't newsworthy. Hey, the, the way I say, it, if I didn't feel it, it didn't happen. Well, it affected Disneyland. I agree. We had affected Disneyland, and as far as this podcast goes, uh, it matters uh, because uh, first there was a podcast. At, uh, <laughs> <laughs> yes, first there was a podcast at ten thirty in the morning. Now, first there was a earthquake the day before at ten thirty in the morning. Which uh, shook Disneyland as well, uh, we're not going to get into the whole details of where it was. It was just let's say just say they were all far enough away where uh, thank goodness there was no damage. Uh, but as usual, uh, with most things, there's an earthquake that's strong enough to uh, set off safety uh, things and uh, basically cause uh, Disneyland to have to go into uh, safety measures, which uh, requires them to shut down all the rides and conduct safety inspections. Uh which then now fast forwarding to uh that happened at ten thirty in the morning, which I'm sure isn't as bad in the morning because uh I mean it is bad because you have people who are just getting in line. Uh so you have a lot of people that were being forced to wait because of that. Uh but then at the same time, uh the one the next evening, which was like what, at seven something? something like you that. were already yeah, at the yeah. game, so yeah. it definitely had to have been past uh seven. Uh and uh That one, which, of course, uh, started out 7.1, was downgraded at 6.9, then was back up to 7.1, was pretty hefty. Uh, Everybody felt that one. It was rocking and rolling. Uh, Definitely uh, doing all those of things, and then once again uh, felt in Disneyland very heavily. Once again, uh, what, about 75% of the rides were shut down? Uh, yes. To conduct safety inspections, which of course led to, uh, you know, our favorite thing, stupid guests, uh, <coughs> complaining about how the rides were being shut down. to Oh, and uh, don't, safety fer- don't forget, they want refunds. Oh, did they? Yes. Oh, okay. Yes.
2: Well, especially on the... Don't one, tell God. The tell them
1: to tell their God that they want refunds.
2: Well, I don't think it has anything to do with God. I think it's Mother Nature is more... You know? Oh, sure. So
1: now, now oh, they're whoa, 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 now whoa, whoa. their God has whoa, guys, to do it. I'm just saying. You're that's
2: telling what, me that's not the same thing? No, it's not. <laughs> no, the day before, the one that had the you know, that happened the day before, I saw a lot of people uh, complaining and people asking for refunds, and they were getting mad because Disney said uh, they weren't going to get any type of refunds.
0: Now, if they had, if they're, if it was like the middle of the afternoon, right, or early, and then they people had just arrived. And everything was going to be shut down the whole day. I could see Disney saying, "Okay, if you want to come to the front, you know, let everybody know if you want to go to the front, leave, give us your ticket, and we'll replace it with a voucher for another day or something." That would make sense, but
1: not if the, the things are just happen, shut down for an hour. The only way that would happen is if there was like a, if the earthquake had been closer and there had actually been damage, right? Or if there was a need, or if there was some definitely huge safety concern the the in the park or something like that uh you know I mean, it's not like a fight broke out or anything generally oh these, wait we're not there yet we're not there
0: yet <laughs> generally these uh earthquake inspections like within an hour everything's up and running
1: well yeah i mean they just have to send somebody who's qualified to walk through the ride and make sure especially stuff like uh space mountain right. any of the roller coasters you have to make sure that no cracks happened i mean
0: i'm sure there's certain stress points they look for and stuff like, like if said, it's there I'm it's sure gonna be there first they have first. somebody
1: that unlike security i'm sure they actually have somebody who's trained to do their job uh looking at all these things to make sure that everything's safe and then once they give the okay then they just uh open the ride back up I mean, it wasn't that big of a deal it wasn't it any more of a big deal than that time the lights went out and yet people still wanted refunds then too remember when the power went out yeah it's basically the same thing. They both caused uh, you know, rides to shut down. They both have to be inspected. That's how it goes. How do
0: they keep things dry under the dome? I don't know.
2: Now, people don't understand that uh, it will take time to inspect the rides. There's not like a ride inspector at every single ride. They have to go through, you know, one ride to the next. And I know. They have
0: several people on property. like You know, the fire yeah, department but, can do some of the smaller like ones. do haven't you played Roller Coaster is, Tycoon? I have. <laughs> <laughs>
2: <laughs> roller Coaster.
0: <laughs> Are you a tycoon? Yes. Nice.
2: Oh, nice park. So, yeah, I mean, people don't understand that. I get the point that, hey, you know what? They don't have one person. At each ride at one time who can inspect. They have to wait for them to get there and check everything and you that's get to name your time. theme
0: park in that game, right? Okay, is yours squirrel. called is yours called Diggy Land? It's called Land. Digzy land. Yeah. I figured it was something like
2: that. I didn't give it the name. was no. I think it was Kevin and Connor. So yeah, people complain about everything, but you know, hey, that's the way it goes. That's
1: how people are. They just want, you know, something for nothing. And their chicks for free. Oh. <laughs> Hey, so you know what wasn't handled efficiently, according to uh, most of our opinions? Uh And those of us that, uh, those people that think it was handled efficiently, well, you're just wrong. Yes. And you know nothing about theme parks. So, yeah, if you haven't heard by now about the fight (laughs) in Toontown, well, then probably... You're you're not online. (laughs) You're not online, or you've been living under a rock, because, I mean, even... Well, I mean... Even uh,
0: randoms that don't go to Disneyland much. have Right, I mean, even
1: even Tim knows about it. (laughs) The end of this past week... Uh, there was a uh, altercation in uh, Toontown involving uh, apparently all members of the same family because yeah. that's how loving this, their family is <laughs> uh, that they just want to fight each other. Uh, I don't know what it I- was about. Something to do with some, and I don't know, but uh, yeah, uh, basically the uh, the um, the big takeaway well uh number one uh this is like super bad publicity for disneyland uh on top of everything that's going on with the uh park not being crowded i guess uh then they get this this is really uh but uh i think the main thing the main thing to talk about here is uh well you know one of our favorite subjects (laughs) security yep Um, I mean, anybody that I've seen commenting
0: that knows about law enforcement security, how long things take, has basically applauded them for showing up in three minutes. That Three minutes is a short amount of time for them to show up. I'm just doing (laughs) both sides here. That's what I've read from a lot of people. Good people
1: on both sides. They should
0: have people in every land. I will say that. However, if they're coming from outside the land, three minutes is is quick, although a lot can happen in three minutes uh, from what we've seen
1: right Oh, are you done well i'm I mean usually
0: conversations you... go both ways i don't know
1: uh i just, i just i one hundred percent disagree i just uh, you know those people uh say that they they just want to have a you know just like always uh people always want to you know kiss security's ass or just like uh, come to security's defense for some reason i don 't know why people insist on doing that uh, security doesn't deserve it one hundred percent uh there is a female guard. There was a complete breakdown of everything uh, when it came to this. Uh, this, um, I'm going to say right now that uh, this is basically the last straw for uh, security for me. I think they've just 100% just... I mean, I've already hated security with a passion for uh, I don't know how many years now. Uh, but this just 100% uh, proves to me that they just don't know what the hell they're doing. Uh, that their security are improperly trained. Uh, I would even venture to say that I have received more security training than these people ha- probably have. Uh, Disney needs to start requiring guard cards. That's all there is to it. You have to, if they if they're not already requiring guard cards for uh, security at Disneyland, they need to because uh, these people are clearly haven't gone through security any kind of security uh, proper security training. Uh, I mean, I I went I went through guard card training back in uh, like '97. Uh, and then I've also had uh, loss prevention, uh, hands-on loss prevention training, So, and I worked in hands-on loss prevention. I know what it's like to deal with these kind of situations. I mean, you're, and, you're not, whether
0: uh, they have a guard card or not, they're not supposed to put their hands on anybody, but there's a way to deal with a situation like that by being physical. you know, you have to be imposing, I mean, you can put your arms out, keep them from walking past you to where they have to, assault you, you Know where you defend your, basically, You know, I'm not saying to to provoke the person, but that guy in the red shirts running back and forth—I mean, he could have just started socking all sorts of. Yeah, I'm going to get to that in a second.
1: I just want to finish the thought uh, uh, of—it's—it's clear from this video. I—I never knew for sure whether Disneyland security was hands-on or not. Uh, This video either 100% proves that uh, they are not, or 100% proves that none of those people uh, had the balls to put their money where their mouth is and do something about it a couple of the guests did but not the security uh, guards there's no such thing as all completely hands-off security if they are hands-off securities that's because disney is too cheap to pay the extra insurance required to have hands-on security like uh you know like target back in the day or uh you know used to see those famous videos of target security throwing people out and running out and catching uh, shoplifters and throwing them on the ground and stuff and that's the kind of security that I worked when I worked uh private security for uh private LP for uh Ralphs but uh and we were allowed to tackle people and shit and uh but
0: uh I mean if they were running away from you were trying to uh, like I said if uh if Disneyland something.
1: security was uh I think it's a total failure and uh, it, it 100% handcuffs Disneyland security by the fact that uh, it almost makes them pointless. Don't, I mean, Disneyland Security, a lot of people, oh, well, I mean, they make us feel safe. How? Why? By, by the fact that uh, a fight can go on for four minutes and nobody can do anything about it? The fact that uh, I think the biggest breakdown there is that even after Security shows up, the guy who perpetrating all of the instigating is, is, hit, is still allowed to and- walk over and, and be a foot away from the woman who he just got done beating on And security still allowed him to walk within a foot of her. That never should have been allowed to happen within uh, 30 seconds of security being on that site. He should have been backstage. I'll let you go in a second. I just want to finish this thought. He should have been backstage because from the way that camera looks, it looks like they're standing right next to the bathroom. Would you agree? Yeah, they're right next to the restaurant. They're right yeah. on that corner by the bathroom. Yeah, yeah. Literally over the filmer's shoulder, right shoulder, the, is the, the gates. Is the big gate to go backstage. That guy should have been backstage within 30 seconds of security showing up on the scene. But yet he was still allowed to rock, uh Even after guests or whoever those people were had already got him down on the ground, security shows up and just let him, lets him walk around willy-nilly doing nothing. I just... I just
0: The argument I've heard from the other side is like, what did you expect them to do, tackle the guy?
1: Yes, I expect Disneyland to pay for security to be hands-on. But
0: if they don't know walking up what's happened and they haven't seen it, then how do they know what to do?
1: That woman security guard, which I haven't even gotten to yet, she's
0: she's a problem.
1: Well, she's a problem. A, she did her observing report, and she should have immediately reported on the radio what was happening, so that way as soon as Ernie and all the others showed up, that they would know what was happening. So there's no excuse that they didn't know what was happening and what the guy was doing as soon as they walked up, whether it was over the radio or whether it was verbally, immediately upon them coming on the scene. She should have been telling people that custodian that was there should have been relaying information. information. Everybody should have relayed information either before or immediately as soon as the rest of security showed up on the scene. And that guy should have been backstage within... A minute of them being on the scene, rather than being allowed to walk around freely, and like I said, get in the face of the woman he just literally got done dragging around by the hair.
2: Now on uh, Instagram, we have a comment, and this uh, from this uh, one of our followers saying, "Having worked for secure- Disney security, I can say even if a big strong officer." Uh, were there and went hands on to subdue the aggressor, the Walt Disney Company would fire the security officer mm-hmm. on the spot because that is company policy. Yes, the policy is: if you go hands on, you can be, you can and will be terminated. Sad and stupid situation all around. So, what do they do then? Well, if they're, they're, not- if, they're
0: we're, we're, if they're risking getting fired, at what point do they like? If they're if this guy's attacking like a guest that they're not with. I mean, are you allowed to grab them and pull them off? Or you, you just have literally to, you, have to... At sp- that
1: point, you can't just be like, oh, I'm just doing a... This guy's saying he'll be fired. So it's like he's risking his job, well, or do you have I mean, that's, that's. Uh, I mean, yeah, you just have to look at the, uh, I, don't I mean, not know. Are you,
0: is it? Is the person doing something bad enough that you're willing to risk your job? Because that's the question these guys have to ask themselves.
1: It's literally their job, though. I mean, that's their job is to protect the guests.
0: You think a guy like Ernie that's been there for 35 years or something is going to like— I think
1: like, Ernie should be the first one to do it because he was a goddamn Marine. And he should well, know better.
0: and he knows how. But again, he's risking his job. But then
2: again, the point, Art, what I saw is who did Ernie go up to first? A woman. Yeah, exactly. That was. He I went really, up to a woman. Yeah, that he didn't was... go up to the guy. He went up to a woman. Ernie's not going to do anything with that situation. He's
1: not gonna defuse nothing.
0: That's what I'm saying. It's I don't think any of these guys are gonna do I mean, unless especially if they got people standing around with cameras. Well,
1: I mean the point is is the guy saying that if that if they put their hands on anybody that they're gonna be fired, that like I said, that just one hundred percent proves that Disneyland is a hands off company, which like I said, I've i I've wondered for years whether they were hands off, and now I know one hundred percent that Disney is too cheap to pay the insurance required to be a hands on security company And once again, like I said, they need to reevaluate or, uh, well, I don't know, probably not since they have so-called, quote-unquote, security experts who know nothing about theme park security. But uh, they seem to want to blow their mouths off talking about how they agree with how Disneyland handled everything. So, I mean, everything's about safety. Do you really think that uh, allowing that that fracas to go on for four minutes was in the best interest of uh, guest safety? I don't think so, especially with how much space that whole thing took up.
2: Now, I want to go what happened afterwards. Uh, Of course, the family, all the members of the family did not cooperate with the police, and they let them all go. The guy who was beating up all the women and, and throwing punches, he should have been locked up, but I think that the fact that he didn't get locked up is Disney's fault. The reason is because... When you have a situation like that and you finally get Disney personnel, cast members on the scene, the first thing they want to do is get the situation backstage. They want to clear everybody, all the guests away and don't because they don't want the guests to be seeing this even though they've seen it for four minutes. Then what happens is that you don't get a guest saying, well, this is what I saw. This is what I saw. This is what I saw. If you had all all the guests saying this guy was hitting this woman and this woman and this woman, then he would be locked up and he would be in jail, no matter it what, no matter if the family members cooperated or not. And the
0: other guy in the white shirt was hit, uh, white shirt or black shirt, the shorter one that he was fighting with in the beginning, he hit a woman too. He hit like I I think out of retaliation. He was like, oh, I can't reach you, almost hit your girlfriend. But then. my
2: point is, if they would have let guests say this is what i saw to the police yeah they would have been all locked up
0: well there's and that's the result though is that the police once they realized or found out that there was a video now the police have the video and they're going to seek out these people because i think just they saying, got hey, their info
1: they just should have let guests saying hey you know this is what i saw well you're completely right in saying that that was uh probably 100 percent disneyland's fault right because right. uh, security should have been the one getting statements from uh guests who were uh Particularly, they should have said, Oh, look, I see a guy over there filming. Let me go get his statement, get these people's statement.
0: Well, Dan the mailman's joined us.
4: Finally. We caught him up. Yeah. Wasn't hard. So, what's your thoughts? Right. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Well, I know firsthand from, again, somebody who works there, that there were plainclothes security in the video, that they're there. People that were recognizing, like, Oh, I know who that is. There's people in there. From the
1: beginning, or did they show up with Ernie and everybody else? From the beginning. See, so
4: who were there? Plain clothes. Who again? See, i w- not supposed to touch anybody.
1: I've been wondering if there were plain clothes there, there from the beginning, yes. and I wondered why they didn't do anything. Right, because I understand that they're undercover, and they but can't but blow
4: that cover because they work other see, places under undercover too. Their cover too. They do loss prevention. They blow know, they their cover. My
1: they, ass.
2: They've done that with me. Fuck their cover. They've done that with me. Came up to me, said, "I'm the uh, security," and blah 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 blah. So I mean. We yeah, were you filming
4: it? Whatever, because it was very obvious that that was being filmed, right? Like that, like, you know, I, I'm gonna, s- I'm gonna,
1: I'm, you know what? Uh, screw their cover because I'm gonna, I'm gonna get to the point that I was gonna get to eventually, and that's that. Uh, like I said, as someone who has actually been through guard card training and who mm-hmm. has been through uh, loss prevention and security training myself. Uh n- yes, everybody lo- uh, observe and report, observe and report. But right. you know what else? Uh, as Disneyland security, one of their biggest jobs should should be is diffusing and creating barriers. And everybody's like, "Well, they were creating barriers between the regular guests." No, they weren't because no, they regular weren't. guests were getting yeah. into it because See, security now what I- was doing nothing. Hold on. Uh, the thing is that what security, even if you know the plainclothes clothes security and the 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 white woman who stood around there doing nothing literally observing and reporting probably maybe not even reporting she was definitely observing but she wasn't doing <laughs> the cast she member? wasn't doing yeah, jack shit there was no, a security the white, the cast woman, member in... the white woman security oh okay yeah I did she uh, showed anything. up probably about a yeah. minute or 45 seconds in her the the uh, the undercover the 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 custodian anybody who was there should have done as best they could to try and get guests See, are, Custodian was
4: I, I Custodian had, was putting himself in yeah, between Yeah the guest the I Custodian had wondered was
1: if, literally the only person there who was doing what he should have been doing I have
4: wondered if one of the one of the people who had just gotten involved in trying to separate was one of the plain clothes just to really like oh, back up back up come on now you know because you're not really doing anything you're really acting like a uh, a plain it's clothes possible. just a, a somebody but I can't get that confirmed because the person who told me that there was plain clothes there Obviously, didn't want to disclose that because I know who the person is. Right. So it was like, okay, no, that's fine. I understand that. No, I, I know me yeah. as a person. I would have been one of the ones that stepped in and be like, hey, man, come on, gotta calm down. Like it's okay, whatever's going on. Let's just let's just defuse the situation. This is we're not here. No one's here for yeah. this. Just try to settle down. You would but have then been, I know have guys, a teacher, right? But <laughs> I, I know guys too that would have choked him out, like that dude did. That like yeah. that when well all but that he did let did him was, go was grab quick. him. I know guys that would not have done that. It would have, who would would have, have held them him there in out. a... Because uh, I know plenty of guys who do um, jiu-jitsu who would have been there and held them in a chokehold until police actually Light, got there. Or lights out yeah, or whatever. Like, are you yeah. either are going to be here and chill or I'm going to snap your neck. Yeah, One of the two.
1: Because, I mean, the biggest thing is that I think that uh, every cast member's number one priority. And uh, not only, like I said, not only have I been through security training, obviously I worked at Disneyland too, so I know what all that's about. Uh, every cast member's number one priority should be Disney, sa- Disney cast safety. Well, that's what Disney told me in a tweet. and
4: uh, Which is what? that Everything was, about guess, that number one. Yeah.
1: didn't happen because uh, not only was the... Get- well, not only did that fight escalate about four times over four minutes or actually only three minutes because the fighting was only over probably three minutes. Yeah. Uh, not only did that fight escalate about three or four times, uh, when if people would have stepped in from the very get-go, it would have escalated before he ever hit the second woman. It could have been de-escalated by, by uh by the, uh, the undercovers. The gods have been angered. By the other security, by anybody who possibly getting in between the guests, getting in between that guy and the other people he's going after. Like I said, as soon as security showed up, he should have been backstage within thirty seconds. Yeah, because backstage was literally right there. It
4: it is. It's it's the the doors literally right 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 over the. We've talked about those doors. Tim's talked about like literally
1: right over the shoulder of the guy who was filming was the is the doors to backstage. It would have taken them 30 seconds if they had gone backstage. He never should have been allowed to like I said I'm going to say this over and over again because this is the the biggest breakdown for me is the end because he should never have been allowed to walk back up to the woman who he just got done dragging around by the hair. Right. He should not should never have happened. He did it right in front of Ernie. He did it right in front of several uh plain clothes, one of which I assume was a supervisor, another security guard. several yeah, that their several uh, employees badge on their belt only. So, I mean, that never should have happened. I don't care what any card security expert says. I don't care if they're former law enforcement. They don't know anything about theme park security. That guy should never have been allowed to go up to that woman at the end after he's already been beating on her and after he's already attacked two or three people. It never should have happened. He should have been backstage by that point. It just Anybody to cool that off says so else. just doesn't care about safety or they just don't know or they just are that freaking stupid.
2: Now, um... We all heard about this, of course, through the social medias, and it, it, I was—it was actually on ABC News, which it was I was on, Really? Well, 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 ABC News, yeah, though. Yeah. I was really surprised that Disney it was
1: on ABC News. Like, uh, I just want to say that uh, Disney has been surprisingly acknowledge- acknowledging—they <laughs> have to. Uh, you not didn't take only, too much heat not to. Uh, not only because of uh, you know uh, them not uh, trying to block the video from being shown. Which obviously they did at the beginning because uh, Michael had it removed by somebody.
2: Well, they they huh. removed him from Facebook, and then today I heard there has been uh, removed from YouTube. I have a copy. Can I the, send it
0: to you? No, video. no. I mean, I have another. Like we, uh, Brittany did like a screen record just so we, in case it was all removed.
1: Why would you need to do that? He sent one in text message.
0: Oh, I thought that was like a link thing. No, that it was an to, actual video. I saved oh, it. Never Okay. <laughs>
1: Uh, but, uh, the, they sent out that tweet. And they sent out, well, uh, it was on, uh, Disneyland Resort sent out that, or was Parks Blog? No, condone it was Disneyland violence, Resort. Blah, blah, Disneyland blah. Today. I oh, it was Disneyland Today. One Disneyland of those. Today on Twitter and Facebook and stuff uh, sent out a, uh, basically a, whatever it was, acknowledgement of. Yeah. Yeah. Basically acknowledging what happened. Uh,
2: which wait, was surprising too.
1: So
4: Disney's pulled this from social media? Is that what, is you know, they they tried in the beginning, I think.
2: Well, I know they took them down from Facebook. Because
1: uh, Michael had it posted the, that on the weekend and he, he had, his was removed. Oh, was it? Yeah. Okay. Well, have they
4: all been now just news reports? Yeah. I haven't paid attention to well, that. Well, once uh, it hits the news, there's like literally no there's stopping it. There's nothing they yet. can do. Oh, yeah. That's, well, I'm looking at it right now. They here. were
1: probably hoping that they would take them all down before the <laughs> news got a hold of it. But, yeah, no such luck. I just want to say that as much as I would like that uh, this is actually going to mean anything, we all know it's not. Uh, Disneyland doesn't care.
0: You guys were talking about the plainclothes uh, security. You know, any any cast member lead with a radio can radio for plainclothes to, like, basically follow somebody that
4: they hey, deem okay, suspicious. Let's, let's talk about that for just a second. Sure, yeah. Okay, so the c- custodian, do they have radios? Uh, not most of them. Leads do only, the, only yeah, the, the leads. Yeah, the leads, leads. are okay, man. managers. Okay, so what the and the CM definitely nothing, right? Well,
0: you know, here you talked about there was plain clothes already there, but yeah. They did, but you know that you're the first person to acknowledge that that you know because you maybe know somebody. But, yeah, uh, it makes sense if this family was that loud and boisterous and arguing from the front gate on their way in. And throughout their day, it makes sense that some cast member at some point would have, especially if they're dropping cuss words and you know their f bombs and stuff.
1: A lot of good cast, that, though if that happened. Well,
0: it didn't do any good. I'm just saying that Disney was aware, and it makes it almost worse. It makes it worse because if if they somebody, were aware of it. If cast member said, "Oh, these are you know radio security," that's like them we've knowing got these people over here. Was... They're not a problem now, but I think they could become a problem. They're really loud, and you know whatever they're. Then the security comes. They find them and they just start trailing them. And that's what these plainclothes guys just basically trailing them so that they can respond faster in the case that they become an issue. I just it didn't do any good, and they didn't they didn't show up quick enough or as fast as they probably should have. Only based on yes, three minutes is quick for a response time for any sort of law enforcement, security, anything. However, if you've already got somebody following them, they should have had more officers or more. Uh, security guards around, if they think they're if they think they're going to be a problem.
1: Like I said, that does a lot, that doesn't do any good if they knew that they, if they knew it. I mean, uh, that's just as bad. That's like uh, oh, yeah, that's like n- knowing somebody has a gun and then they still end up using the gun. It's like what's the point? Which brings me back to my point. I think Disneyland secure seriously needs uh, to uh, reevaluate their relationship not only with their own security but also with Anaheim PD. Uh, they need they need to either uh, figure out a way to get an NIMPD presence closer inside the park, or they need to get their uh, pay, the money, and get their security uh, totally hands-on so they don't have to depend on NIMPD. Because uh, it brings me back to my point. What happens if you have somebody with a gun in the center of the park like that?
0: Just so you guys know, we're making jokes about the booms, but they're uh, lighting off fireworks still here. In this area. Probably near my house, too.
1: You know, what happens if that happens and a uh, security who supposedly can't do anything uh, has to wait for Antipy PD to come all the way from somewhere outside the park? Well, you know how many people are already going to be dead at that point? Well, you know. What
4: happened in the good old days you just beat somebody's ass and toss them out?
1: Uh, Dude, back in the day... You the know security... what confuses me about this whole thing is the story supposedly about the guy who took the gun in uh, two years ago and took the gun in and got it onto... Uh, 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 Tower of Terror or Guardians or whatever it was at the time and then he came back out of DCA and got tackled in the in the uh, Esplanade. Esplanade. Uh, you know, a lot of good it would have done for if he had decided to start shooting inside of DCA instead of waiting. Well, how did they know he even had it? I don't remember how they knew he had it. Oh, because some uh, cast member, I think, inside DCA saw him with it mm. and uh, notified security who then notified uh anaheim pd who i believe was waiting in the Esplanade for him uh, and then tackled him but what would have happened in between the uh, dc and while he was inside dca there was nothing they could do anaheim pd can't follow him around security can follow him around all he wants but if he pulls out the gun there's uh, what are they going to do then are they going to then risk their jobs to tackle the guy is uh what's what where do you decide the line to risk your job For guest safety, is it a gun or is it just somebody who's going to get punched in the face? Where's that line they're going to draw? That's why I said they need to reestablish or reevaluate their relationship with their own security and uh, how they want to have their relationship with NIMPD because uh, this was a complete breakdown. Uh, People talk about how fast the response was. No, it wasn't. It was like a freaking snail crawl response, especially considering how close they were to backstage. It's not like this was in Fantasyland or uh or Frontierland where it's like a long way from backstage. They're literally like within like uh, a minute's walk from TDA, which has lots of security uh, at TDA that hang around at TDA. So there's no reason why. Like
0: they're on shift hanging outside or? I'm, at, I'm asking because I don't know. At TDA, at yeah. the Team Disney well, building. I'm asking what would be their purpose there.
1: There's always security there. Oh. There's security at the checkpoint. Like they're checking people going in and out. or always walking around. Uh, they have a station over there. Hey, but do you think
0: that the people that are the security guards that are doing the checkpoints are trained in the same way that the security... It doesn't
1: matter. They're security. They should still be able to respond to that. And there's no, it's no excuse. Either way, like I said, there's no excuse for it taking as long as it did for uh, security to show up. And I don't care. Security should have been literally running through the park to get there. I mean, anybody who thinks otherwise is just stupid and just obviously just wants to defend Disneyland security for whatever reason. Oh no, I'm just asking questions. Oh no, I wasn't referring to you. I was just saying in general because there, sure there's there are people out there supposedly defending Disneyland security, and I don't know why. It's just it's ridiculous. It's just yeah. I just want to say that the uh, the only real experience I have with this sort of thing I know of is, uh, uh, and I know you don't like me using a Universal as an example, but Universal does has it has proven. Beyond a shadow of doubt, in the last twenty years, that it is one thing that Universal has always done better than Disney is security. Uh, in back in '98, uh, uh, for Halloween Horror Nights, uh, Universal uh, made the um, the uh, mistake that they did rec- rectify two two weeks later. Of uh, they thought it'd be a good idea to sell. Uh, everybody here still knows what a bone is when it, in relation to uh, drinks. <laughs> I don't alcoholic actually, drinks I don't. you know the big tall uh it looks oh. like a bone oh, okay okay it's uh, uh, probably like a, what about a foot and a half it's tall it's a yard yeah the yard in they vegas used to call they call them, them yards they used to call them bones as okay. well because it okay. looks like a bone uh, but yeah a, a yard basically uh disneyland thought it was or uh, universal thought it was a good idea to sell those at halloween Horror nights uh yeah there Only wasn't a good idea super weak oh of
4: alcohol <laughs> Yeah. the collector cup. Oh, no, that's no, a bad no, idea. No, no, no. That's alcohol. A, that's a, oh, that's Filled. a very bad idea. Filled with alcohol. Yeah, no, no, no.
1: No, it was an extremely bad idea. Uh, and the second night of Halloween Horror Nights that year, uh, there was a humongous brawl. Oh, of course. Uh, at the entrance to Jurassic Park. Yeah. Uh, but you want to know what happened there? There was more people involved, but that fight was broken up within a minute and a half of it starting uh, because this was even 20 years ago, uh universal security was way better than Disneyland security is now and uh as far as i know universal has never had any kind of incidents like that inside their park uh because their security actually knows what they're doing hey so remember that shit exactly uh you know what well, you're fantastic i try you know uh we've been talking about uh filler <laughs> <laughs> and uh you know how things are being brought in just as uh, basically filler because uh, there's obviously not enough they moved things out of Disneyland because they thought they needed Disneyland cleared because it'd be so crowded because of Galaxy's Edge mm-hmm. well now they're bringing needing to bring things back to Disneyland because uh or hoping people will show up they're bringing things back and they're uh making things uh cheaper i don't know how you could say this uh Mickey, was it called? Mickey and Friends Bandtastic or... Cavalcade. Uh, uh, Mickey and Friends Bandtastic Cavalcade. That's a hell of a mouthful. Uh, basically, if you've been to Disneyland the last couple of years on uh, their birthday, uh, they do a p- little procession with all the characters and stuff, right? Basically. What it yeah. is. is the band usually involved in that too or is is that the only addition to that? I ours?
4: think it, it's only in certain parts. Depends where.
1: I...
2: Don't think the band's in there. I on oh, the own? band wasn't
4: part of Mickey's um, ninetieth last year. I don't remember. They stopped at the castle and did something. Well, I'm
1: talking about Disneyland's birthday. We we didn't see that, but, but yeah. they stopped
4: at the castle and they, they have certain spots that I think the band got involved.
1: I don't. I don't. I don't remember. Right. Anyways, uh, basically, what they're doing is uh, the day after Disneyland's birthday, July 18th, which is a Thursday, Ooh. because you know. Uh, let's start something on a Thursday. Which
0: is technically the the open to the public day for the birthday. We always say July 17th, but technically that was media day and there was all these fake tickets, So that's oh, why they right, celebrated. Yes. The 18th was technically the first day it was supposed to be open to the public.
1: Technically, yes. Uh, so starting July 18th uh, through August 1st, which just happens to be the day before the electrical parade comes back. Ah. Uh. So, therein lies the filler of Mickey and Friends fantastic Cavalcade, uh, which will be run twice a day, and will basically just be the band and characters parading
4: down the street. So, this is, street. is just like
0: an upgraded version of what they already do every day, in the morning more so. They twice already, a day. But they already do, the band comes down Main Street. But only once, when, though. Does yeah. the band
1: only go once though? I and think they characters do it, get involved in that too. They no? do it
0: once in the morning, yeah, yeah, and there are some characters. They do it once in the morning, and then mm-hmm. they do it once before the flag retreat.
2: Right. That's just uh, uh in front of uh, the train station. Yeah, that's yeah. Just
0: a... But they walk from the they walk down from like the from like the first aid part of the yes. of main street yeah. up near the hub, and they walk down to yeah. town square. Yeah,
4: yeah. And when you walk the whole way, it's called a parade. Yeah. <laughs> so the fantastic is going to be a full. It's all the logistics parade? of it, Tim. No, it's a cavalcade. It's a cavalcade. It's not a It's a cavalcade. A cavalcade. Oh,
1: yeah, it's a fantastic cavalcade. Yeah. <laughs>
0: cavalcade. So they're going to bring out maybe they'll have like what two floats and a bunch of characters and.
4: Well, the cavalcade for Mickey's ninetieth was just
1: the vehicle.
4: Yeah, the vehicles. Yeah,
1: that's all it was
2: kind of like a raining day parade, you know, when it rains and they just go on the, the bus.
1: It's we a, don't even know if this is going to have vehicles. So, I so mean, this it's is not like even that. Potentially a whole lot of nothing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, not potentially. I mean, basically it is. is, basically, it is? As but are we going to check it out to check it out? Of course. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> One of a, us at least will. <laughs> as I said, that it's basically just filler and the only reason we're talking to, about it is because uh, well, it's on our list. It's on the list. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but with that being said, we can move on to uh, <laughs> the rest of the list. Halloween, I assume? No, spooky, spooky time. Halloween, because, you know, uh, Disneyland, the only, the best way for Disneyland to make people forget about uh, the fight in Toontown is to talk about <laughs> Halloween. Uh, we got two different uh, posts about Halloween this week. Uh, w- number one is them telling us what we probably already knew and that we they kind of hinted at. And that we're going to be getting a lot of overlays on Cars Land rides. Oh that's cool. Uh we've been getting the hint for a couple of years. They've been kind of talking about um rumors that there was going to be a uh overlay for uh racers.
0: Well they did. They when was it last year or the year before they started decorating Cars Land in general for Halloween. Right? Seven, 16 or 17. It was 17, I, I think. think. It was yeah. 17. So uh, but they started with that, but now you're talking about an actual overlay on the attraction.
1: Right, but we're not getting the overlay. Uh, it doesn't look like we're getting the overlay on Racers, which is what I thought hmm. uh, we were originally going to get, but there will be an overlay on other... Mater's Junkyard Jamboree, and... which is going to turn into Mater's Graveyard Jamboree, which I believe they already did. Yes. I'm sorry,
0: that is literally the most fun ride in, in DCA. Uh, to and me. then
1: uh, Luigi's Rollickin' Ro- Roadster is becoming Luigi's Honkin'. Halloween, which I believe they also did last year. You know, I've never been on that uh, one, but I think I'll ride
0: it for Halloween.
1: So, That's neither of those is particularly new. I don't even... Uh, is any of this stuff new information? No. It's just telling us things that we didn't know, but we knew from last year. Monsters After Dark is coming back, of course, to Guardians of the Galaxy Mission Breakout. Which I've never ridden. Cool. I've never actually ridden it. You know what? You know what? It. I still haven't either. Uh... <laughs> Hey, so uh, while they're just reminding us of a bunch of stuff uh, that we're gonna get at DCA that we figured we would because it was there last year, uh, we're getting we got an announcement of something that we never expected to get at Disneyland. But once again, good food, filler.
2: Is that fireworks?
1: Yes. Well,
2: I thought I mentioned that we said that there's a possibility that they well, yeah, we had that. talked
1: about that uh, it would make sense right. because uh, them still having fireworks. Uh, it mentions that uh, the fireworks uh, have not been there in, what, 10 years? So I assume that means that originally the fireworks were available for all the guests to see. Yes, at before the point, party. Yeah, Before the party started. Uh, but, uh, yeah, so uh, Halloween Screams, the fireworks show that would usually be on during Mickey's Halloween party over at Disneyland, will be showing during Disneyland uh, regular operating hours in the evenings. Uh, during Halloween time Uh, one other note we did get the uh, besides that we did get the official dates of when Halloween time is and once again Halloween time has been pushed back to basically as far back as we can get it now
2: back or early? <laughs> well
1: early I mean yeah. you know uh, it's starting early Uh, basically whereas you used to have two weeks in between the end of summer and beginning of uh, Halloween And then last year, there was only a week. Well, now there's no break. Uh, Basically, summer ends. Halloween begins the way it should be, the way uh, it always should have been.
4: Right after uh, Labor Day, right? Uh,
1: Yes. So starting this year, Halloween time will start on September 6th, which is literally the day after uh, summer ends, which is unprecedented. As far as Disneyland goes, there's never been no break in between uh there's not either is there's not even time to change a disc. <laughs>
4: <laughs> what is it traditionally it was been like traditionally know, it used to something.
1: be it used to be the fifteenth or Because yeah. it wasn't that one year they did
4: it that Friday, the thirteenth, debacle. Uh
1: basically, yeah. There used to be at least a two week uh, period in between the ending of summer and the beginning of Halloween. Then last year uh it started like on the ninth or something. Uh or it was basically two weeks. But this year it's basically like one end, the summer's over. And then Halloween. Dude, some
0: kids are still not in school on September sixth. Like not every district goes back that.
1: Very few, though. I, I know it's not all. It's not, it's not anymore. A lot, it's but. really surprising about how many schools actually go back to in school in August now. So yeah, I mean, I remember going back to
0: school like it. You know, it's like September 3rd or 4th would be, you know,
4: after Labor Day weekend, you got to go back to school. You did, but, I mean, some stuff has changed. It's still like that back east. It's instructional instructional days. That's what you got to hit, like, these days. But, uh, yeah, so it's
1: really interesting. Uh, So, uh, basically, they can't push it back anymore, or they can't, you know, move it up anymore. Uh, So, from this point on, for probably as many years as they want to do it, uh, we're just gonna go straight from summer into Halloween. That's what the stores do. So fine with me. <laughs> so I mean, basically, uh, it's basically what they've been doing in Florida, because uh, I believe Not So Scary Halloween starts like the last week in August, doesn't it nowadays, or something like that? Maybe. So I mean, uh, and then uh, Halloween Horror Nights has been starting at Universal earlier and earlier. Uh, so I mean, it's invid- inevitable that eventually Halloween's. I mean, listen, if probably gonna sell... break into August here eventually, but we'll see if they can sell two or three more
0: days of party tickets by moving it up or moving it back. Technically. Uh, why wouldn't they? Well, I mean, the the
1: parties still don't start until midway through the month, but yeah, the party keeps moving back a few days at a time. Uh, just as the price keeps going up, uh, you know, outrageously to the now $150 almost basically. If you want to go around Halloween, which is to me is outrageous and ridiculous and very dirty. But, uh, Yeah, so fireworks. We get the fireworks. Uh, If anybody thought that uh, they were going to miss out on their uh, Halloween screams, well, you still get it. We're still going to get the giant Mickey Jack-O-Lantern and all of the usual decorations that we always got.
0: So they're just going to play those fireworks as the general fireworks?
1: Yes. The whole way through? No,
0: no, 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 no,
2: Oh, All right. Yeah,
1: Yeah, they're doing the
2: Mickey's Mixed Magic thing. Okay. So they're going to do the projection show. During a certain nights and then on probably weekends you'll get the fireworks with the projections.
0: With all right, So cool. it's it's not the Halloween scream show.
2: It is with yes. with projections only. And then something like that night you'll have fireworks uh, with it. Gotcha.
0: I mean in my opinion that's the best show they do. So in other words, the weekend. Right for right now, at least. The Halloween show's always been my favorite. So it's cool that we'll get to see it without buying a ticket to a party. Because that's the only time the only other time you could see that show was either by buying a ticket to the party or going the day after it was it rained too out. Yeah, it was something. too rindy or rained out. That's what I did. And then, if you if you knew that they canceled the fireworks the night before, you definitely wanted to be there the next day because you got to watch them for free without buying a party ticket. Well, unless That's you right.
1: had a pass, whatever ten years ago when they were showing it without the party. Oh well, before the party
0: again. I'm. I mean, before that, yeah.
1: But. uh... Yeah, so that's pretty cool. Uh, It's cool that they're going that mixed magic route. That they're gonna have the full show basically probably on the weekends, and then during the week, uh, just have the projections. I have no problem with that. I think the show is great without the fireworks, with or without the fireworks. So uh, the fact that they've added the projections have made all the shows that much better. Anyway. Yeah, but I'm gonna see it
4: both ways anyway. Just why not? Because why not? Because it'll be there for eight weeks or something, right? (laughs) Six six, weeks. Never hurts to go both
1: ways. Hey, so speaking of uh, Scary, Scary, <laughs> oh. uh, Forky, Whoa. everybody's favorite trash. <laughs> That's the best thing about him. Uh, ba, 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 ba. Disneyland uh, or Disney <laughs> or whoever Disney's manufacturers are uh, decided to go a little bit too literal with uh, the uh, their 11 uh, inch Forky plush. Uh, because doesn't in the movie his eye fall actually fall off yes. in the movie? Yeah. Uh, so they decided to go a little bit too literal with their eleven-inch plush, and uh, apparently it's subject to the eye fault. The one, one or one or both? Is it one or both or what? One. What did you? Hear? Just one. Yeah. The big but, eye or the so, small oh, eye? Well, actually, hold
4: on. That's the one I bought, Matthew. He has that one. The day that we went is the day that I bought it when we went to look at the statue. <laughs> is
1: it the big one or the it's small the, one? It's the 11-inch one. The no, 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 the I got eye. Reballed. Is it it's the big eye the small eye? The small eye? One.
4: So supposedly the, the bigger eye uh-huh. is stitched on oh, and the smaller eye is just glued on. Okay. <laughs> Do so, you know anything about crafts at all? Google eyes? Google eyes? They don't yeah. stick to anything. No. No. <laughs> uh,
1: so anyways, the 11-inch uh, forky plush uh, has been recalled. voluntarily recalled. Nope. Due to I'm not, the... I'm about back. Due to the uh, little eye falling off, because, as I said, they decided to get a little too realistic with it. Uh, But, you know, being that it's a that, uh, you know, children like to eat things (laughs) and pets like to eat things. uh, It's obviously a uh, quote unquote defect. When I saw this Uh, picture,
0: I thought that the choking hazard was due to the arms. Like they could have uh, like inhaled or something on the on the arm because it looks literally like a pipe cleaner. Or what do they call it right now in crafting circles? Yeah, it's a pipe cleaner. What? Do, but what the, There's a new it's name pipe, for oh, it. I don't know. Elizabeth Cuttle. I'm not a crafter. I just
4: happen to know that. About
0: Apparently, there's guys. another name for it in crafting. I already does
1: a lot of uh, scrapbooking.
4: Yeah. I oh. Yeah. <laughs> Cricut? No. Cricket? What is it? I don't know. <laughs> I
1: don't know. Uh, so, anyways, you could uh, if you have one of those large eleven-inch uh, forkies, I will include the picture of it. Uh, uh, unless Dan has a better picture of his that he could send me oh yeah I can, uh, I can actually take it with, rather uh, than other... me using the stock photo that they have here no, I'll take, one of the uh, take me a take a pick better picture and send it to me uh, if you have one of those 11 inch plush, flush, por- flush. Uh, if you have one of those 11 inch plush forkies that are from the park uh, and you are uncomfortable with the possibility of its eye falling off uh, you may return it to the uh, parks any parks any North American Disney Disney Park store for a full refund, or you can call eight six six five three seven seven six four nine. But and, why would uh, you return it, really? Yeah, I don't know if you want your kid to still play with it. Well, here, I would here's, just say take the, the eye off and just here's, here's the thing
4: because I, I, I told Anthony this. My son has that exact one. That's exactly what we bought him. Diggs was there the day I actually um, bought it before we had met up again from where we were. Um,
1: it's not. I'm not taking it back. Yeah,
4: I'm just. I'm not going to take it. Well, back. I mean,
1: how old he, is your? Well, he's 10. He's well, not, not going to eat the eye. Yeah. It, specifically, it's, it specifically cites that it could pose a choking hazard to children under three. The thing is, there's, so, there's nothing to replace it. Oh, well. They just <laughs> want to give can, you a refund. And yeah, they not going to give you money, but I don't have anything they're to They're go not going
0: to compensate you for your time or and effort in returning
1: it. Uh, the and, best right, thing to yeah. do would be to wait or to add, maybe call the number because well, maybe I was if you call the number, they the, might replace with uh, upgraded ones. I
4: thought about that, so I may go as far as that, but if you can't give me something to replace... Something my kid likes because my kid, everybody, I, we've said this hundred times. My kid is such a Toy Story fan. Yeah. like I can't, I can't do that to him. I finally today got all the pieces for the McDonald's Happy Meal van. Yeah, yeah, he put together the RV today, and really? a couple of days ago, somebody gave me one of the standees from a uh, AMC theater. So would a four foot tall Woody's cool. standee, is in my house. Cool.
1: <laughs> what I would do is I would probably wait, or if I, if you're gonna actually call the number, I would ask them if they have any plans to. Well, that's what I heard, but you know Can how slow that's going to come out. But, uh, yeah, I know. I was just wondering. Just if... tell
0: him. Give me, here's my number. Call me when you have something to replace it with. Yeah. So anyways,
1: if you have a kid under three or if you uh, really think it's that big of a deal, uh, take it back. If not, then well, it, then leave his eye off. And yeah, honestly, He's yeah. a little bit more accurate to whatever scene that is. He takes his eye off. I'm not too concerned with it because I know he's not going to eat the eye. And he doesn't... Staple the damn thing. Rough it
4: up enough that it probably would even fall off. But if, if they do come out on... Within a few weeks or whatever of a replacement, staple the replace
1: antlers that. on. Are you hungry? Well, they are. It's time for fat time in the parks. All right, so we we told you guys a whi- a while back that the uh, little uh, bar outside of go. Whitewater Snacks that serviced the bo- uh, the pool had closed, and that they were uh, basically like adding on and creating like a whole like pool bar, basically, yeah. uh, where they where people at the pool can get. Uh, served uh, more directly rather than just having like whatever people bring it out to them or whatever it was they were doing before from Whitewater Snacks. Uh, so Whitewater Snacks had uh, the outside had closed uh, and they it was still open I think right or it had closed briefly it closed but for a little bit. Opened back up yeah uh, but the outside was still and then they were still working on it. Well that is all now reopened. Uh, Whitewater Snacks is no more. Which makes me sad because uh, you know we've talked about Whitewater Snacks on this podcast since the beginning. Uh, it was one of my favorite places to go in and relax. Uh, lots know, of stories from there. I've never actually been there. Really? Well, you no. can't anymore. Well, uh, you can't go anymore. <sighs> not as Whitewater Snacks because it's gone to Yesterland because it is now called the GCH Craftsman Bar okay. and Grill. Ooh. The uh, grill, the Craftsman, the GCH Craftsman Grill is now the name of the former Whitewater Snacks. And then the GCH Craftsman Bar is the part that is by the pool. Ah. Uh, so you
0: can't go to the bar part unless you have a pool pass.
1: Presumably. Most likely. Presumably.
4: I'm going to clarify something Presumably pointless. that's
1: specifically for uh, hotel guests, I assume. S- somebody's
4: going to ask you what GCH stands for. Oh, gosh.
1: Uh Grand good, California Hotels. good uh, good chow cooking here. at home good chow here good good no, chow here yes <laughs> good cooking hut. uh so <laughs> that is i believe now all of that is i believe now open the uh as i said the whitewater snacks has now become the gch craftsman grill uh, and just uh, jokes aside, obviously GCH stands for Grand Californian Hotel.
4: I actually had to think about that for a second. Uh, like GCH. We'll,
1: I had to think about it when I first saw the yeah. post. I was like, what the hell is GCH? Why are they getting to get all fancy?
4: Yeah, it took me about 10 seconds. Uh,
1: the new lounge area. Oh, uh, In response to something Tim said earlier, uh, Whitewater Snacks will be known as GCH Craftsman Grill and will continue serving its current menu. So everything that Whitewater Snacks was serving as Whitewater Snacks will continue to be served there, including presumably the nachos and the hot dogs and all that stuff. (laughs) No, they get rid of it only when you're there. Uh, Now, the new lounge area, new the pool, as I say, will be called the GCH Craftsman Bar, and that will feature a brand new menu highlighting a variety of flavors that will leave your mouth watering. Uh, I have an actual uh, breakdown of some of the food... Break it down. Breaking yo. it down. What just the highlights. Yeah. Just the highlights. Just just the facts. Just the facts. The uh, the biggest thing that they seem to be very proud of, uh, because they have it in every single one of the posts about it, is uh, is a bunch of uh, burgers or sliders or something. Okay, so there's the uh, as I said the, on the the post that they've had. There's what's called the Cali sliders, which is an American Wagyu patty, oven roasted tomato, blah blah blah. And then uh, I guess basically all three of them are the you get three of those it looks like I thought they were different burgers but I guess maybe they're all the same. Uh, they have a uh, shawarma chicken skewer with arugula salad. They have a uh, soy garlic soy glazed chicken wings, black Angus flat iron steak salad. Ooh. They also have a double baked beef nacho. They have a main lobster quesadilla with Monterey Jack and queso fresco. Oh. Yeah, that sounds really good. That uh, sounds like a stomach for, dick, the, uh, really. for the rabbits, they have an avocado toast. <laughs> and they have a black truffle charred cauliflower grilled cheese sandwich. I bet you would love that without the cauliflower. You might even like it with the cauliflower. Not the cauliflower. has much taste. It smells like propane, though. <laughs> uh, well as long as the rest of it smells like popcorn accessories <laughs> uh, they also have pizzas and then they also have a kids menu and then they have a waffle churro sundae and a root beer float for desserts so uh, it says open soon but I've heard it's already open I don't know what have yeah, you guys heard I, I did hear that I it was heard open it's, you guys hear it's already open okay it just says open soon but I've heard it's already open so, so it's
4: really just still white water snacks uh, it is. does
1: say specifically as what you said the pool area will be available only to resort guests and with a designated wristband. Dirty. Uh, so if you want... Oh, uh, the pool area. Can to go area. from off the
4: menu, though? Or got to uh, be in the pool area? As
1: far as I know, you got to be in the pool area. Dirty. So Some of that, I think, is doubles of what they have in Whitewater, but you just kind of have to go over there and compare. So.
2: Fat time, little buttons. All right. So, hey, uh, they have some annual pass holder buttons. Um That you can get when you mobile order, if they still have them. If they still have them, I don't know if they still have. Did them you get them all
0: ten? I haven't gotten any buttons yet. I'm going oh, no. Thursday.
2: So if you mobile mobile order from uh Corn Dog Castle Award Wieners, like, uh, Lucky Fortune Cookery, and the Bassite Brews, and get some beer on, mm, Uh beer. you can get a AP button. So. You have to use your mobile ordering. It looks like they're trying to get uh, people to do this more often, use their mobile ordering. Why do they
4: got to do that? Keep it secret.
2: I know. Cause, I mean, because you can uh, go to uh, Clarabelle's and um, what's the other one? Um, Gibson Girl mobile order and yeah. get your AP discount because you don't get your AP discounts there.
4: Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. Well, I don't eat ice cream, so. <laughs> That's true. Hate so, to sell. Hate so them. if
2: you mobile order, and, and you will get your AP discount on when you do that. So uh, I guess they're just trying to encourage uh, APs to mobile order more or something. I don't know. But those are the only four places in DCA that you can get your AP button if you mobile order. So, uh, I mean, I like mobile
1: ordering. It's, I, mean, it's,
4: it's cool. yeah, I, I do it almost exclusively. Yeah,
1: I do too, unless I have to uh, pay cash. <laughs> uh, just a note to anybody who's doing it I see a lot of comments up on Twitter about people who uh, did the mobile ordering and they were not given a button so make sure you guys ask for it yes. because uh, otherwise you're pretty much as well because pretty much the only thing Disneyland AP's response to that is we're sorry and we'll pass along concerns to those uh, related and basically the, they're not saying that. They're, they're definitely saying there's nothing you can do about it if it's after the fact so make sure you guys ask for your They're button. Just... If you know that you are owed the button, make sure you ask for it. You cannot depend on them to give it to you. Damn Disney for making sense. I know, right?
4: <laughs> Ridiculous. And I'm going to go tomorrow. Uh, Where was that place again? Fortune Cookery. Corn Dog Castle. Corn Dog Castle. Corn Dog Castle or Wieners. Or Wieners.
2: And get your brew on. Damn, size the or... there Is
0: there a minimum dollar amount to the order? It says mobile order. So you can order soda, go pick it up, and get the button. Okay. Cool. I guess it's the, except for you, what do they have Someone's that's going to bring your Place other than beer?
2: Pretzels, yeah. Or you can just Sports. look at your Disney app and not ask people.
1: Okay. Hey, let's uh, real fast. I just uh, I know he wants to talk about the fuzzy tauntaun, and before he talks about the fuzzy tauntaun, I don't know if you're going oh, yeah, to talk about the foam because it's currently a big. we uh, will right, we'll talk about the foam. Hula going around about the foam. So mm-hmm. go ahead. Yeah. Uh, well, I went
4: to Ogas Cantina last week. Uh, And I'll tell you some more about what I did there later when we get to the email section. Uh, But I ordered a Fuzzy Tauntaun off several people's recommendations. As you should have. It was really good. I actually liked it. It does have the foam on top. I have heard numerous reports of people saying that the foam (laughs) will make your lips and or tongue numb. And I can confirm this. It's definitely true. (laughs) Yeah, it is definitely true. It is some kind of... I had to look it up. I wanted to know what it was. It's some kind of flower that they call the, the toothache flower because it does that. The properties when it's chewed make it so it numbs up your thing for dental pain. Huh. So that's what it that's what it actually <laughs> is. So I don't know how they get it on top. And it's a little weird because all the foam is on top of the drink. Like you can't I picked up the glass and was trying to drink the drink knowing the I tasted the foam to see if it did what it did and it did it. And Then I was like, "Okay, I want to drink this, but I don't want to get this in my nose." Well, it stuck, so stuck up. It was a big chunk of foam on the top. And I'm like, how do I kind of sip it with like my pinky up, trying to get the, the drink out until it was enough to actually get to the whole thing? Sorry. But yeah, no. Uh, what's in the drink? I don't, the drink had um, something yummy. To look on my new Instagram page, <laughs> uh, the Fuzzy Tauntaun has Siroc. Is it Siroc? Siroc? I don't Ciroc. know. I'm not a vodka. Siroc. Siroc. Whatever. It has vodka in it. Peach vodka. Uh, peach schnapps, simply orange with tangerine, cane sugar, and the buzz foam. And it was dang good. It was good. The other thing I had was whatever comes in the pork mug. That drink was actually pretty good, too. No alcohol in that one. No alcohol in that one. That, uh, the Cliff Dweller, that's what it's called. Uh, citrus juices with coconut, hibiscus grenadine, and sea ginger ale, which was also actually very good. My brother decided to get that because he really wanted the pork mug. Um so they did that. I actually you know what I because uh, we're talking about that. Um I had a seat at a table. Yeah and I went. Yeah. They actually had had me seated at a table. You just with, have to ask basically. No, I just put in my reservation. It was I had a ten forty five PM reservation and I went in. We got in after was there like nobody in there? No, no, it was still pretty packed. Um by the time we got in there, it took us about ten minutes to get in. It really wasn't that long. So you but, made but you made a reservation. I made a reservation. I've
0: heard that you can pretty much just walk up Not now. Not at no, all, no. man.
4: No. The day that I went the day before Fourth of July I went to the third it was completely that's completely a, holiday it, a, it is a holiday week it is a holiday week we'll, we'll see what it is I actually had talked to Michael asking him hey have you, had you had to make a reservation because he's posted a couple of different times of him being there and he's like I've had to make a reservation every time I went so we'll see I did have to make one it was pretty busy I left about 11:30 and it was still packed they were still the last reservation you can make is at 11:30 when the park closes at midnight but we sat at a table with about six other people. So it was kind of cool because we all started talking. Everybody's talking about the different drinks that they got. So it really was. But Fuzzy Tauntaun and the Cliff Dweller were really good. Um, I went with a Fuzzy Tauntaun over a beer because I figured it was just a beer. Yeah. So I can kind of do that anytime. And there was something special about it, especially since it actually gave the name of the, like the brand of it, the brewer, I guess. So I was like, mm, I'll do that next time. I really want to try one of these crazy drinks, though. So.
1: Yeah, I've heard Thumbs a lot of uh, things about the uh, the foam uh, that are people are like uh, doing weird challenges with the foam, getting no, into their ganky. throat and trying to make their throats numb no. and weird things. And uh, I'm just like, uh, I don't know if you can do uh, that because it's it's just...
4: there. You'd have to suck the whole thing down like in one. Well, you know, people are weird. Uh, yeah, <laughs> I guess so. I, it's not something I'd want to try just because it, it, you know what? It was salty. Like it, it had a definite salty mm. taste to it. Like that would be kind of weird because you're sucking all that in, and mm. it's like, man, you got a lot of salt in your throat. Pass on that one.
1: Uh, the just a note that uh, the fuzzy Tauntaun is an interesting one that I, I I like that one because that one is directly out of that one has a bandit appearance in two books so far. Uh, it was in the uh, second Thrawn novel when they visited Batu, and then it was also in the uh, Pirates Price uh, uh, Hondo book. Uh, made an appearance in there also, so that one's right out of the uh, Star Wars books. Uh, speaking of something not right out of the book, some interesting casting that has caused some uh, definitely some conversations. I like it; I have no problem with it. Uh, but of course, you know, people there's always somebody that's going to have a problem, and that is uh, Little Mermaid. Ariel has been cast. Uh, the uh, by. Hallie Bailey of the group Chloe and Hallie, I believe that's the name of the group. Apparently. I don't even know who they are. Uh, apparently there's some group. Uh, people say that they're really good, uh, that she has a really good singing voice and that uh, she was definitely uh, cast on the merits of her great singing. Uh, it seems like fine casting me. I'm okay with it. Uh, <laughs> one of the, the funniest things about that was that uh, somehow or another... Uh, that uh, her name is Halle Bailey, but somehow or another Halle Berry yes. got t- trending because people don't know how to read. <laughs> you know uh, what? That happened usual. to me.
4: The mind automatically goes to Halle Berry, even though I saw it. I'm at like, first That's glance, not Halle yeah, Berry. I did too. Yeah.
1: So uh, because of people's at first glance uh, reactions, they got uh, Halle Berry was actually trending for a little while. Uh, but uh, once then people finally got their bearings and they realized, oh, no, it's not the older person it's the one who's actually aged appropriately Uh, i believe she's 20 or something like that yeah it sounds about right uh but uh yeah so it should be fine uh i mean uh, she she has definitely has the singing voice so uh we'll just have to see how that goes uh we also got a couple of other little mermaid castings like within a couple days of that uh for scuttle and for flounder uh jacob trembley who is a young uh, actor i don't really know what he's from i know he's coming up in uh, uh the stephen king's doctor sleep movie but i don't know of any him from anything else but uh he is a young actor who will be playing uh yeah jacob trembley is going to be playing flounder and then uh actress aquafina is going to be playing scuttle aquafina Yes, the, the Asian the water? Uh, com- comedian actress. Uh, is, that, I, is that right? Yeah, that's, Apparently. that's how it's pronounced. Okay. This is how you spell it.
4: Oh, okay. Yeah, no, I totally thought water. Okay. <laughs> uh,
1: I believe she's a she's a comedian. Uh, she's been in uh, a few movies already. Uh, I believe she was in... The uh, Crazy Rich Asians. Yeah, I believe she was in that. If not, then she was definitely been in something else. Uh, she's also going to be in uh, the upcoming uh, Dark Crystal uh, series oh, yes. on Netflix uh, she was just announced to be in that uh, she's also going to be in the uh, Jumanji sequel uh, but she is going to be doing the voice of Scuttle uh, and that should be very funny because like I said she's a very funny actress uh, as opposed to as a r- in relation to the uh, Melissa McCarthy as Ursula announcement that has not been made official as opposed to the other three which have been made official uh, that is merely a rumor. Uh, we don't know. Maybe they'll still cast a drag queen. Uh, what's going to happen with that yet? I'm sure there will make an announcement shortly. Well, my wife was telling me they were talking about
4: it on The View. Yes. Which is Disney Oh no? That's ABC, yeah. Yeah. Mm, this was just saying. Because she had asked me if i heard about it, and I'm like, I told her. As far as I know, that's just a rumor.
0: I've seen some YouTube stuff, but of, of like, from TV shows. Where they were talking about it and how, you know, they're applauding the girl and blah, blah, blah. But that like there's been a lot of backlash. There's been a lot of backlash against Melissa McCarthy.
4: No, not against. (laughs) No, against the Ariel. Oh, yeah. I don't care about that. But there's been backlash against Melissa McCarthy, too. I don't care about that either. I don't don't care either. But it's like, okay, She's Uh, not purple. So, I mean,
1: yeah, no, I mean, uh, I got my my band is in on the uh, the people, uh, you know, Guy Fieri all the way. (laughs) <laughs>
4: for for you saw uh, that did you see that have you seen all the memes that
1: say like yeah. hold on hear me out
4: <laughs> or something with a picture of somebody else uh,
1: also the uh, the uh, the fan casting of uh, Jesse L Martin as uh, King Triton I'm all in for that also
4: I saw a meme of uh, Terry Crews as a yep. Triton that was pretty funny
1: <laughs> <laughs> the discussion that I've
4: that I've heard in regards to
0: the casting is that you've got the team of people that are saying yeah awesome she's going to be great and then you've got a team of people that are saying well then you got a team of racists and then in addition to that group you've got another team of people saying hey i don't mind if she's black i just don't think that she fits the character and that if if
4: the
1: so the blacks trying to are the so the racists pretending to not be racist
4: uh, that's what they said about michael keaton as batman man look how that worked out exactly you know
0: I can understand that every Disney princess people identify with. I, oh. I identify with the uh, the kid from Treasure Planet. That's who I identify <laughs> with. Um, no, but a lot of these little girls, they identify with the princess that they think looks like her, them. And, you know, these redheaded girls, they're growing up their whole lives and they're, I'm Ariel, I'm Ariel, right? And then all of a sudden. Why can't they
2: be Pippi Longstocking? Because no one knows
0: they who could could is, have. Dude. Because no one knows who that is anymore, though. They could, though. I mean, if I guess if the four-year-olds do, you know, 70s research. <laughs> nonetheless, I can understand the, I don't call it hate, but they're disappointed that the character will not be somebody they can personally identify with anymore.
1: Good people on both sides, right?
0: I think the Zendaya should have gotten the role. So does that, that does that mean that I'm a she's racist? Does that mean that I'm a racist? Because I've been called racist in the groups I don't know how many times all week for saying, I don't particularly care for that girl. I have seen her in grown I don't particularly care for her. I think Zendaya would have done a better job. I...
1: Zendaya already has something she's doing. Two things, in fact. Perhaps. That's, I'm just uh, telling you my opinion. I would have, wouldn't have minded her, but I think, number one, I think she's too tall. Oh,
0: that's possible.
1: She looks too tall. Uh, if you look at her in Spider-Man or in anything else, uh, we've seen her in real life. She is pretty tall because uh, she's, she's almost as tall, tall. as uh, Tom Holland. Yeah, yeah. she's uh, very tall, and I think that Ariel is a character that shouldn't be tall.
2: Now, if we would have been able to take a picture with her, we would have referred to her as our friend.
1: Yes. Yes.
2: Oh. But uh, Kadeem Hardison is our friend. <laughs> yeah, Kadeem
4: Hardison is our friend. That's Dwayne Wayne, though. That's cool. Yeah.
1: Uh, the uh, But, yeah, the... Zendaya would have been great, but I think she's too tall. And number one and number two, she has things going on already. Uh she has a series now that she's doing uh you know, on HBO. Uh but uh so I'm sure she's busy with that. Uh she's a very busy woman, that's why she had to quit doing, you know, Disney shows. So No, I think they got they got the the who they thought was the best person for the role and uh hater th- haters be damned no i'm just wondering what uh, what do you think
0: their thought process behind making a major shift like that is
1: i don't think that it was even mattered to them i think they just got the the best person for the roles for the voice and uh age and uh whatever else that they were looking for uh, whoever the the director is that's what they wanted and uh, i think they got it it's so just a directorial choice. I think they're choice? going for yes. a. I think they're, Well, everything should be a. Dir- is a director. The director choice. said
2: himself that this is the perf- Was a, she was the perfect uh, person that auditioned, and he just went off. But to it the obviously certain, it
1: certainly helps to uh, have a diverse cast, uh, which is obviously proven by that now that the between uh, between uh, Halle Bailey and uh, Aquafina, you have already two. Uh, uh, you know, diverse uh, cast members uh, on the project, and that always makes uh, projects look good. You, but you can't at even... the same time, you still, you know, it's still the best, you know, it's still best person for the job, no matter what.
4: You can't even make the argument that, because some people have made the argument. Oh well, this one's okay because it's a it's a number one. It's a fictional character. Number two, it's well, not everything that, is okay because it's they're under, all fictional. It's under the sea. You don't know what you know anybody would look like. But you can't even make that argument about any kind of movie that would take place in a certain country.
1: No, I mean, yeah, I've seen people making the argument. Well, they should, she, There shouldn't be anybody dark under the sea because it's, uh, everybody would be white under the sea. They'd be translucent. Or uh, there shouldn't be any uh, All our mermaids should be white uh, To which I direct them back to uh, Not white, translucent (laughs) I believe not only the Little Mermaid movie itself But definitely for sure the Little Mermaid animated series In which there was Oh yeah, there was I believe a Black Mermaid In the original
0: Hans Christian Andersen There's text that described the translucent nature of the mermaid's skin And how they were all pale and such but this obviously isn't that story. But yeah, then there's Disney's the then there's the, uh,
1: then there's no the uh, the other racists. No yeah, right. Uh, no one read the original. <laughs> well, no, apparently there's people that think they did because that is the other group of racists, uh, people who are hiding their racism as a as a legit complaint, saying. What if they're oh, just well, traditionalists? There's there's nobody there's nobody that uh, would look that way from uh, from uh, from uh, Hans Christian Andersen's uh, uh, you know area. I'm like, well, number one, Prince Eric doesn't look like he's uh, Dutch at all. Uh, the architecture of uh, Prince Eric's castle doesn't look Dutch at Most all. Most Dutch
0: would be light, light brown or blonde. Hair. Uh,
1: number three, uh, I saw a tweet from a guy who's uh, Dutch, and he's black, and he said 100% there are definitely a lot of black Dutch people, so uh, they could all kiss his ass. <laughs> uh, and number three, uh, just to piggyback, it's a fictional character who... Who the hell cares?
0: Well, that's, that's been their main argument is that uh, no other, basically none of the other Disney princesses um, are completely made up like they're, you know, cause she's half fish, right? So if you talk about Elsa, for instance, or there, then she's from that part of the world where it's cold and everyone's white. And if you're Mulan, then you're from an Asian country and you're probably China in this case. Right. And, Everyone's mostly Chinese, and then help me out here, guys. Where I don't, know, I don't <laughs> know where you're going. You're
1: digging day. your own grave. You're
0: basically no. They're just, saying that that's the reason that this one works to recast. Oh yeah, that's what I was talking about. Yeah, yeah it works you, you, to recast this as a different looking character because it's completely fictional and there's no. basis In my opinion, it
1: works to recast every single character in the uh, the. Uh, granted, it's not based on a Disney work, but the uh, the example that people are most uh, throwing out there is Brandy as Cinderella. Uh now granted people are oh it's Rogers and Hammerstein. Well that doesn't matter. It's still it's still it's still Cinderella. It was still Cinderella played beautifully by a black woman. Uh not to mention also Whoopi Goldberg. As a fairy godmother as the fairy godmother so well, she's awesome uh you know I mean whatever there people can have their excuses uh, no matter what their excuses are, always going to be deeply seated in racism. I don't and agree they, with that. Uh, I don't care whether you agree with it or not. Sometimes people are just
0: traditionalists. They want things no, that, to stay that the way that but that's a they poor, always that's a, remember that's a, that's them.
1: That's a poor argument. There's no such thing as tra- traditionalism when it comes to casting of a freaking fictional character. It's like they could do whatever the hell they want. If you want to make, uh, if you want to consistently see a uh, movie made with white people, we'll go. Freaking make it yourself, not you specifically, but people who I'm complain just about the other, it. The
0: other argument, because it's a bi- it's been a big yeah, it's so been know. a big discussion, and I just good people giving, on both sides. You know, I know a lot of people that are have rallied for both arguments, and
1: well, there is no right argument against it. It's not
0: against it. I understand why it's not something that's uh, people are in favor of. I get it. And if, you're, if you if you grew up with something and you've got it in your head that it's a certain way, then
1: you're wrong, and you have no room for improvement. Then apparently
0: you just—it's not okay to like things the way they were.
1: No, the, you have to have flexibility to accept other things. Otherwise, that's what makes people well, racist. I'm still
0: going to go see the movie.
1: Well, I'm not talking about you specifically, Flee, but you're arguing for those people, so you're like you're the one that's being directed towards.
0: If somebody's going to say I'm not going to go see it, that's that's when they're obviously well, they're sho- they're showing their racism. Well, but obviously, somebody
4: you know, somebody that just says I hey, I'll still go you see, 95% see the movie. ninety-five percent but... of the
1: people complaining about it are not going to see the movie because they people supposedly... were throwing away
4: their DVD. Let that sink in. Think about it. That's
0: dumb because the DVDs is what they already liked.
4: No, I just mean they're still dealing with DVDs. Yeah.
0: <laughs> hey, I threw away some DVDs this week, but none of the Disney ones. Um, so so on the flip side, this is the another one of the conversations I had was uh, with people on the flip side. Oh, we're flipping coins. Um, what if they do a Princess and the Frog remake and they cast somebody that's Asian or white or somebody that's not? black
1: but that doesn't go with the with the uh with the period with the uh with the location Once regardless again, you, said like, you have
0: to have flexibility right so it's
1: you're the one that specifically pointed out that little mermaid is one of those ones that could have anybody because of because
0: its, I'm, I'm trying to be open to here, to all the you arguments you can't
1: use a bad example because uh instance, well the said, frog is specifically, Muman, which is set
0: in china yeah in those, those places, places are specifically set in places was, with you, you said that it was okay if that was somebody else. You're just going to
1: make the argument and you're just going to not accept the, the fact that... Uh, if, I'm just trying to have a conversation. If something is uh, set in a specific land that only has specific type of people, you can't just throw somebody in there, la, la, uh, you la know, Emma Stone or J- Charlotte Johansson, just about anything they've done. Uh, no, I'm just kidding. But uh, specifically the Emma Stone in uh, Aloha, where she's playing a Hawaiian... Oh, she was okay. supposed to be a plain a Hawaiian woman, but she's white. Uh She's really or, white. or uh Scarlett Johansson in uh a few different movies where she plays Wait, was is where,
0: Where's Princess and the Frog set? Isn't it Louisiana? New Orleans? Yeah. Yeah. Well, there's white people in New Orleans, isn't there?
1: <laughs> do you even know the story?
0: Uh not very well. I've only seen it twice. Well, and then
1: there you go. There's obviously specific story things that have to do with uh the uh Creole community and stuff. Okay. You
4: know what's set in China? Mulan.
1: Yeah, I know, right? Uh, we got a Mulan trailer this week. Yes, we did, and I think it looks fantastic. Uh, I just... I don't... Real quick, I just... The people who want to consistently bitch and moan about Disney remakes, quote-unquote remakes and shit like that, just freaking let it go. Seriously. It's like, who yeah. the hell, who the hell cares? It's like, why are you guys so intent on hating on the Disney... "Quote unquote remakes. Why can't Disney just re uh, do a? It's not. It's not, well, like most why do they fail? The only no, they haven't. None of them have failed. Not one has failed. Everybody keeps saying that, but not one of them has failed. Well, they had none of them done great. No, all of them have done fine. All of them have done better than movies that were that didn't do fine. That that didn't make any sense. But well, did, all but of the all of repetitive. the movies have done fine. I don't know where you get your idea from. None of the uh, live action movies have been failures with the exception of maybe through the looking glass. But that doesn't really count because it's uh, I guess it was a sequel to not uh, to the one. And I don't know that movie just there was there was. But Ali G, though. Well, there was no there was no source material for it, though, because they had already wasted all the source material in the first movie because the first movie borrowed from both books as opposed to just the first book. Instead of keeping the Jabberwocky for the second movie which they should have done because that's what the second book is about anyways i digress uh the i'm just why can't we just have things you know i mean i understand that it'd be nice if we had some a whole lot of uh original ideas but then you know what you people shit on those, too. I Wait, mean, hold on. You
4: can't make that argument against Disney. Hollywood does that all the time.
1: I know. That's what I mean. But why is like Everybody seems to specifically pigeonhole that Disney has to be in the ones. Well, they never have original ideas or anything like that. Or Well, when they do have original ideas, you guys shit on them. Tomorrowland, shit on. Uh, what else, Tim? Another example of an original idea, Disney movie, that somebody that everybody has shit on. Besides Tomorrowland, basically everything. Uh, well I mean some
0: of the original ideas people love but oh it's hit and miss
1: whatever anyways uh no I mean yeah John, they, John Carter Well yeah yeah John well John Carter's not an original idea but that's that's a book. That's, yeah. that's adapted but uh the uh I mean the thing is is that there's nobody is going to be happy and I just don't understand why there's so many people that want to waste their breaths that all they ever do is bitch about the Disney remakes they talk about how terrible they are when they're not uh, people consistently uh, cite that Cinderella is like a terrible movie when it's really not. It's like one of the it's one of the best ones. Uh, people consistently harp on uh, uh, Emma Watson and beating the beast when I thought that movie was fantastic. Uh, you know, it just you guys have to temper. I was your, just waiting
0: for her to whip out a wand.
1: I mean, everything is just, uh, you know just why is there going to be so much hate for all these movies? Just, it just doesn't make any sense at all. I think that the more that you love stupid,
0: the original of something,
1: no, that's the harder it
0: is to accept the changes in whatever. That's a,
1: that's a dumb, that's a dumb example because Lion King is one of my favorite movies of all is my favorite modern, uh, Disney movie. And, uh, you know, and I can't wait to see it. I can't wait to see it because what it's, if a, it's horrible. It's not going to be horrible because there's no reason it's going for it to be horrible. It's the director knows what he's doing. The uh, what we've seen already looks fantastic. The source material is great. I mean, as far as Mulan goes, uh, people seem to be now uh, like, oh, well, I don't know, because it doesn't even look like it's based on the. Uh, it, how it's not even really an adaptation. Well, if it's directly based on it and it's shot for shot, you guys bitch. Well, this one's not shot for shot and you guys are still bitching. So it's like you can't make anybody happy but, uh, you know, basically each of their own and, well, you guys can all go for yourself.
4: Rant Ooh. over.
2: We have excellent news. The matchmaker has found you an auspicious match. It is decided.
1: Come and sit down. It is what is best for our family.
3: Yes, I will bring honor to us all. Quiet. Composed. Graceful. Disciplined. These are the qualities we see in a good wife. These are the qualities we see in Mula. It's
1: my duty to fight. Yeah. Uh, I know there's really not much to hear there uh, other than that that voiceover, but uh, if you guys haven't seen the trailer, you guys should definitely check out. Uh, what do you think, Dan? I'm definitely getting some, like, uh, Crouching Tiger uh, vibes, some Jet Li movie vibes. Uh,
4: It looks more like that than the animated feature. Yeah, it's definitely... Which I'm good uh, with. I don't don't have a
1: problem We've always uh, been under the impression that this was going to be... Well, the whole thing, uh, which is one of my arguments for the live-action adaptations, with the exception of maybe like Lion King and stuff, is the fact that we have gotten a lot of uh, uh, kind of a mix between uh, original source material and the animated. Yeah, I was
4: actually going to say that because um, as weird as it sounds, when I actually taught elementary school, Mulan was one of the stories in the reading book and it was much different than uh, the story that you get in the animated feature. So one of the things we used to do was to try to schedule some time to like, okay, let's go through the story and pick it apart the way we're supposed to do it and then hey, i I'll show you the animated feature so we can kind of tell like these are the differences between the Well, maybe somebody that was two. in
1: your class uh, had something to do with this movie. I don't because, know.
4: Uh, a lot of kids went through that reading book though. So
1: This is, uh, it's definitely something that like I said, I've been talking about for a long time that uh, I think is one of the good things about the, the uh, live action uh adaptations is that they do have that freedom to uh uh go into this original source material as well you've seen it with uh you've seen uh uh more stuff with the source material and stuff like uh, jungle book mm. had stuff in the source material that we didn't see in the animated which granted
4: i haven't seen all those i haven't seen all of them but i i know a lot of them are a little bit different i don't have a problem with that i enjoy them for what it is a good movie
1: yeah exactly that's why you should just look at it as as a standalone movie instead of always everybody always has to compare it to the original i'm not looking for them to break out in song no and this isn't one of those ones where they're worth fighting for i mean as much as i love the as much as i absolutely love the songs in mulan i don't really expect any of them to be in this you might, you might you are probably like some of the other ones you probably will get some sort of uh Version of reflection and maybe in the in the uh, credits or something like that. Uh, Cinderella was notable that there was several versions of uh, the classic songs that ended up in the credits, uh, including a version of "Bibbidi Bobbidi Boo" sung by Helena Bottom Carter, which was really good. Uh, Maybe you'll get something like that here, uh, where they uh, do a few of the songs, but they're in the credits instead, so that way it's not disrupting the uh, the 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 tone of the movie right. uh, as with also with the tone of the movie there's been a lot of complaints about the rumor that there's no Mushu mm-hmm. uh, and that Mushu is instead being replaced by a phoenix uh, from what I hear phoenix the phoenix is from the original story you've studied the story obviously is no
4: it? I don't remember that part from the story okay. this was years ago but I, I don't have a problem with that when you think about it because what what the character of Mushu is supposed to be that kind of guiding uh, conscience thing if you ever read uh, did you ever see the golden compass yes okay so that that little thing that's by them it's basically a demon who's right. kind of the protector and like the conscious kind of thing if it's something like that I mean it, it, it works
1: you know there's a really good uh, better adaptation of that coming up on uh, from the BBC oh the Golden Compass yeah I
4: love those books I thought they were fantastic yeah the
1: Mortal Instruments or, or no no that's different uh, uh, the uh, Subtle uh, Knife and uh, whatever, whatever the whole series yeah. is called uh, there's a better adaptation coming up later this year oh wow uh, of that uh, just uh, FYI Uh yeah, so I'm really looking forward to it. It looks great. Uh, the poster was really good. It's really like, uh, talk about uh, the the uh, the trailer wasn't really, or you don't really see any homages to the original movie. Uh, but the trailer or the poster is definitely an homage to the original poster. This one looks like it could just be a good kind of action movie.
4: Yeah. Rather than, you know, play off any kind of necessarily fair tale or anything.
2: What were you saying? I was going to say uh, than any Disney movie. Yeah, yeah. It doesn't look like a Disney movie. No, movie. it, it kind of
4: didn't when I first no. saw it. I've only watched it like once or twice, but it didn't come off that way. But that might um, be a problem
0: <laughs> moving forward. People like their Disney. I don't think it's a problem. We'll, if we'll a mov-
4: If a movie's good, though, an actual good movie, you'll go see it because it's a good movie, regardless of whether it's Disney or not. So...
1: Just at some point, I worry about the whole, you know, there's always good the crowd that wants to complain about women and leads. And, you know, and then, uh, you know. Well, you're
4: reading the wrong one here because that's what this story is. Oh, I know. Yeah.
1: 100%. I mean, like, you know, these people who they, they, they've. Because, you know, there these there's people who out there who obviously aren't us, who obviously haven't known for over a year that this movie was happening. This is a lot of people. This is the first that they've heard about it. Uh, it was 100% no coincidence That this premiered during the Women's World Cup match Oh yeah uh, Congratulations to the USA uh, But this did premiere at uh, halftime Of the Women's World Cup match I guarantee you that was no coincidence Not at all uh, They knew they would have a big uh, Particularly big audience uh, That this would uh, and that's appeal to uh, Of women and Right, well people in general Because it, this, right. one, this
4: one too was looking at uh, the The What was it called? Not the World Cup is that the World Cup, the Women's World Cup? Yeah, yeah. World I'm Cup. not a soccer fan, can you tell? But I know a lot of people watched that because it was, it was, it was the Women's team, and it was the U.S. Regardless right. of what they thought or anything, was people turned out in droves to watch that.
1: Yeah, so I mean, it was definitely no uh, no coincidence that that was uh, that that premiered during that, and I think that helped out a lot. Uh, Will help out a lot with interest. Of uh, especially particularly like I said, there's people that probably didn't even know this movie was going to happen until this trailer came out, because uh, they're not like us where they know you know things. Uh, they're probably more like Tim where they just either don't know or they forget. No, I'm just kidding.
4: Yeah, forgetting is a good idea. Okay.
1: Is Ang Lee directing this? No. Oh, well, that. Would
4: who, who is this? Is director anybody we know? I haven't looked into that.
1: I don't remember who's directing this. You said
0: Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon, so I thought, oh, well, like, no, I just right? no, the, no 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 I just said it film. brings
1: it. it, it Keep in, in, in mind of uh, stuff like that. Like, you could have seen definitely if this movie had been made uh, 20 years ago. Michelle, y- you definitely would have been number one pick to play of Milan if they had done this. Although, I still think that uh, there's no reason why Ming-Na Wen couldn't have done it uh, <laughs> either. But, you know, heck, Ming-Na Wen probably could have done it now. The director is Nikki Coral. Okay. Anything noteworthy, or that we would have known?
2: She directed McFarlane, USA, The Zookeeper, North Country.
4: Well, McFarlane, USA is a Disney movie. Yes, it actually wasn't bad.
1: Well, well, writer, the director has been around for a while because that movie, Whale Rider, is old. On a whale, the girls who, who was in that Didn't was Jonah? Uh, the girl <laughs> who was in that was the Queen of Naboo in uh, Attack of the Clones. Oh, cool. Keisha Knight Castle. All right, so anyways, despite what your uh, inclinations may be, Mulan will be coming out whether you like it or not. Uh, and Hey, uh, it's interesting that it's going to be coming out in March because that was the same month that uh, Captain Marvel came out and it made over a billion dollars. So, uh,
0: And if you don't like the Mulan casting or the story and you don't like the Little Mermaid casting, then you just go to Disneyland and have a big fight with your family about
1: it. Right. Hey, so real quick, uh, I want to talk about Spider-Man real fast, but I also want to talk about uh, The Simpsons. Uh, Dan brought it up that I don't know if I mentioned it or not that The Simpsons were going to make their uh, Grand Disney debut at D23 uh, coming up next month. Uh, So uh, we'll see what happens there. Uh, So anyways, uh, Spider-Man Far From Home came out last week. Uh, Of course, it's been out for a entire week now because it had an early monday night midnight in a uh old school going old school with the old with the uh, midnight 1201 uh showing i was there on monday night at 1201 to watch it in imax uh we got a cool little uh well i don't know if it's really cool but a little spider-man figurine uh plastic spider-man figurine uh one of our two spider-mans were missing an arm uh, so that was kind of a bummer. I wish I had opened the one that wasn't missing the arm first. <laughs> and then I could have kept the other one in the package. But uh, right. So anyways, uh, Spider-Man has been out for a week now. And uh, it has uh, had a couple milestones, of course, Toy. over the weekend. Uh, s- number one, Spider-Man. Uh, no, first of all, I'm going to say that Spider-Man is on track to become the first ever Spider-Man film to reach, reach a billion at the worldwide box office uh, right now. That is it. What is on track for.
0: The first Spider-Man movie.
1: First Spider-Man movie of all Spider-Man movies, in other words. So a out lot of, of the yeah. s- now eight Spider-Man movies, this, no, six Spider-Man movies, uh, this one is the first one to be on track. I have to say that personally I rank it as the uh, well top five of all MCU movies, and I put it third or maybe a, like a three-way tie for first or maybe two-way tie for second. Uh, as far as all Spider-Man films, because Spider-Man Two is always going to be like X-Men Two. I mean, despite anything that you, anything that we'll ever have to say about uh, the uh, how much of a piece of crap uh, uh, the director ended up being, uh, X-Men Two is always going to be like one of the best uh, superhero films. And then and Spider-Man Two is just revolutionary like, for its time. Uh, Spider-Man Two is just almost a perfect film. I mean, the whole the whole dichotomy bef- between him and Doc Ock and the acting from uh, both uh, Toby and even us, particularly from Alfred Molina, who has always been to me an underrated uh, actor, all the way to him being forgotten in Raiders of the Lost Ark. Uh, Toss it to me, yes. And uh, that's just I don't, a great hate movie. Him.
0: I don't hate him, but he's—I don't know about underrated.
1: What he did really well in that movie.
4: What? In which one? In as, as Spider-Man Two, as Doc Ock. Yeah, uh-huh. he did. yeah. He
1: was amazing.
4: You know who did good? Jake Gyllenhaal. You think so? Oh, he did a fantastic.
0: Oh, Jake job. Gyllenhaal was fantastic. I mean, fantastic. he did good at being I'm kind a of, like, good guy, Jake and Gyllenhaal the now. bad guy at the same time.
4: Yeah.
1: Yeah, spoilers first of all, the uh, no,
4: no That's not a spoiler if you know anything about the
1: comics. Uh yeah, definitely uh the uh I just want to say that anybody who hasn't seen the movie yet, you definitely are going to definitely going need to get to see it. Uh but I do want to say that about the movie itself uh that uh the uh, the marketing was uh done phenomenally. Uh there was a lot of people bitching uh, on uh, social media about how they thought that uh, Sony was intentionally releasing trailers with a lot of spoilers in them. Uh, oh, no. To, to be jerks. Yeah. Uh, right to end up including the, uh, a trailer that they released, like, what, days before the movie came out that included a shot from one of the after credit scenes. But... Uh, there's no spoilers in that, and it's not really that important. It, the part that they show is not really that important. Uh, it is from one of the after credit sequences, but uh, I just thought that was amusing. You, you, did you see that trailer? Uh, uh, no. I have to talk it to included about it was MJ right and oh, a Peter Landon, oh, okay, yeah, yeah. and cool. her saying, I don't ever want to do that again. After that, though. After that, all bets were off, but that was not in the trailer, thank That's goodness. Yeah. But I, I just want to say, like I said, people were accusing Sony of... Uh, a lot of spoilers, (laughs) zero spoilers uh, in context of the movie. Uh, Basically what they showed you in the trailer was nothing. Uh, And And, and, there was no way that you could possibly identify the, uh, the storyline of that movie from the trailers. I know
4: you haven't seen it yet. Did you see it, Tim? Yes. Awesome. Yeah, no, I I agree with you. This is one of the top. I mean, it was good. It was really good.
0: I, the things that I really liked about it were more of the MCU tie in stuff. Um,
4: yeah, I see that, but I, I thought it was just a good movie. It ranks up there as, like, I do rank as it far up As far as Spider-Man movies go, It's the best definitely. Spider-Man movie. i, I got to give it but, over even Spider-Man 2. I think it, this is the best one.
1: You know, it's interesting, though, that... Uh, I, I need I, to see it I again. Hate, I hate to uh, agree with Tim, you know. <laughs> uh, but I do have to uh, just point out something that does support what Tim just said, because I did see something from uh, the director, Watts, uh, who specifically said that Spider-Man Far From Home ranked it as far as first it's a mcu movie second it's a peter parker movie and thirdly it's a spider-man movie in other words that's the ranking of how he pictured the movie overall is that it means more to the mcu than the other things and that peter parker is more in other words spider-man was kind of a
4: Secondary character. Well, third, if anything, oh, yeah. oh.
1: <laughs> if compared to like the whole MCU and Night Monkey. Uh, Night Monkey definitely. Just to talk about the box office real quick, uh, the uh, Spider-Man Far From Home did three hundred ninety-five or crossed three hundred ninety-five million overseas. That was as of uh, I believe the weekend, uh, and it has crossed, uh, neared. It probably has crossed six hundred million globally now. Uh, and then in North America, it generated 105, $185 million over the six days. Uh, it's actually currently pacing ahead of uh, Captain Marvel and Spider-Man Homecoming in international box office. Do
4: so you think that's a little bit of a tough six days? Because I saw it on Friday.
1: Well, it's always <laughs> a tough... Uh, Fourth of wh-
4: July
0: is not the best weekend to put a movie yeah, on. Yeah, it's well, always
1: then, tough, number one, when you release a movie on a technically on a Tuesday. Uh, but then you know you look at it the fact that it's two days before, for three days before Fourth of July, they consider it the Fourth of July week. There's it's not the first time that you've had movies released during the week. You see all movies release on Wednesdays. Oh all, yeah, all the time, all the time, like yeah. on uh, Thanksgiving or something. So uh, you know it's just one of those things. Just because this is such a big, I don't know, Just this,
4: it's being summertime and all that. I mean, the fact that it's movie, already that pacing
1: kind of ahead of uh, other movies, uh, particularly, I mean, you can't really compare it to uh, Captain Marvel because of the time of uh, year that Captain Marvel was released. It should be pacing ahead of Captain Marvel. But the fact that it's pacing ahead of uh, Homecoming is uh, is definitely important and uh, that it'll definitely reach up there in the... Uh, you know, be number one. Uh, just uh, just get a few more thoughts, and then we'll be done with that. Any uh, additional in- thoughts? Interesting about take
4: it? on the Mysterio character himself. Oh, one hundred percent. I liked it.
1: it. Uh, there's definitely stuff that's uh, right out of the comic books. Uh, there's you know, I've seen people like uh, you know make comments, and I agree that uh, uh, even if you don't know who I'm talking about, uh, you get the idea that there were there were shots in that that were basically pan, uh, John Romita Jr. Uh, drawings come to life. Yeah, uh, he did a lot of the Spider-Man art in the late '70s and early '80s, and just some of the most definitive Spider-Man stuff there is. Absolutely. Uh, that you know, there's just uh, so many people that just say that at heart. That uh, despite what the director says, this is definitely a pure uh, 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 Spider-Man movie. And uh, there's even people that have uh, main that have said that Mysterio is the best done Marvel villain of the entire MCU.
4: Could possibly be, and I would uh, ba- fantastic uh, I connections to the MCU in some of the flashback scenes.
1: Yeah, definitely uh, the whole connection with uh, Stark and all that stuff. Yeah, uh, that's fantastic. You know, just uh, that all that is really amazing. And then, uh, yeah, I really want to talk about the the after credits, but it's just the uh, man. Yet, the the the, uh, the second after credits. I'm just going to say the the possibilities are, uh, and I'm just gonna I'm just going to refer you back to. Uh, uh, I believe we had this discussion before about. Uh, I'm just gonna say, uh, in Age of Ultron, Fury cut his uh, bread diagonally. Jake Gyllenhaal. Yeah, he amazing. Was amazing, amazing. As yeah. was
4: Zendaya. I've always liked Zendaya, but this I just, was. I uh, don't understand.
1: <laughs> I don't know if it's the same people that hated uh, that are the same women haters that hated Brie Larson, or because I keep seeing <clears throat> people talk about how wooden Zendaya's uh, performance was, and I'm like. Are you people the same people that hated Brie Larson because she's a woman you called her performance wooden, or because you're just because you're that much of a misogynist, or do you are you just that blind to uh good acting? That's I mean, a character I just, trait, I just don't understand. Uh, I mean, I thought she was fantastic. I mean, she portrayed uh an angsty uh teenage girl perfectly. Yeah. Uh, I mean, she has that's had, my daughter, <laughs> she's literally had practice doing it for I don't know how for however long uh. You know, uh, years that she was doing uh, Casey undercover, She was playing a teenage girl. I mean, she was a teenage girl herself not that long ago. I think she knows what the hell she's doing.
4: My daughter loved it. Absolutely loved it. And she's not really one to watch movies. I I take her to see him because it's just kind of a thing that we do. But this was the the first one in a long time. She's been like, I really like that movie. I think some of it was partially Tom Holland. (laughs) Because she's at that age. but she genuinely, like, we laughed. We enjoyed the story. She was like, I kind of want to see it again.
1: All right, so speaking of uh, D23 Expo and also speaking of Reflections from Mulan, uh, just as with last year, I believe it was, uh, uh, was it uh, uh, Whoopi Goldberg, who was added last minute uh, last year as a uh, Disney legend, Uh, they have once again added another... Disney legend last minute and that is Christina Aguilera. Cool. Who of course uh you know, I mean if anybody uh is has any doubts about her uh her
4: uh
1: legendariness. Her uh legendariness. I was just thinking uh, her uh resume That's as a uh, yeah, as a Disney legend. Uh we'll we'll just take you back to uh when she was a musketeer number one. I mean how much more uh you know do you need more than that? But also, uh, yeah, she did the pop version of uh, Reflection for the uh, Mulan soundtrack, uh, which is actually one of my favorite of all of the, uh, the pop uh, versions of all the Disney songs. And then, uh, of course, she's also been on Dancing with the Stars. Uh, she's been on Dick Clark's New York Rockin' Eve. On ABC. Uh, she's also been on Nashville, the show Nashville. Yeah, so uh congratulations to Christina Aguilera joining all of the other uh the Marvel uh or fandom I what I would say another fandom heavy uh Disney Legends uh crop. Along with the aforementioned uh Ming Robert Downey Junior, Favreau, James Earl Jones, Bette Midler, Kenny Ortega, and so on. Hey, so you know what I uh, like to reflect on sometimes? What's that? Uh, How much mail we have? Oh, well, we have one email. That's lame. See, that's why I don't like to reflect on it too much.
2: (laughs) (laughs) And it's from Giselle the Gazelle. Hey, I know her. And her subject line is Stranger Danger. (laughs) Whoa. She says, what is up, my brothers? Happy birthday. Love that part of every
4: podcast. Hey, mine's in three weeks. Exactly.
2: Oh, I have to write that down on the calendar somewhere. There's one right there. That's not my calendar.
4: Well, you can write it down. Okay.
2: <laughs> not much to report this week. I watched Toy Story again. Man, you all being haters over there. Ooh. I'm not saying it was the best movie of, of the year, but I enjoyed it. It was funny. Nobody's going to say that. I cried at the end because Woody had to say goodbye. Bye. Ah, oh, cr- spoiler. Oh, I cried at jeez. the beginning because him and Bo Peep had to leave each other. Haven't y'all ever had a broken heart? Come on uh probably at some point yeah (laughs) anyway i'm
4: gonna go cry outside hold on
2: (laughs) in other news getting ready to leave for walt disney world this weekend with my cousins and grandma flying in from california party of eight coming through please our fast passes are made and my clothes are almost packed hope everyone is doing great and partying hard love g P.S. I listened to the podcast in the car with my eight-year-old sister, and she could not believe you were reading a letter I wrote. She was like, "How are you live? <laughs> are they reading it right now? Who are those men? <laughs> Stranger danger!"
4: <laughs> you know, the first time my kids heard me listen to something, they're like they're talking about you. Yeah, you. They know you. <laughs> yeah, I was like, "Yes, uh, that's funny." Strange. Hey, how, how far are her parents from Walt Disney World? I don't know. I feel like she's there all the time. Yeah,
2: I know. I have no I'm not sure.
4: I never asked her.
2: All right. Thank you for your email. Giselle the Gazelle. We appreciate that. Alright, before Dan gets to his, I'm going to um read some comments from Ernesto from the YouTube's uh episode one sixty nine runaway water fountain. <laughs> uh his comments tomorrowland hopefully will finally get some love we're talking about uh hopefully they'll be redoing tomorrowland sometime soon maybe possibly be announced uh, on uh D23 D- yeah D23 uh he also says on that episode most of the drinking fountains had low pressure and always were warm well if you ran it for a little bit it actually cooled off it's just the pipes yeah and don't forget it has that white magical water also, uh says, TMI on Tim's mid-shower and en- emergency. I do not want to go back to that episode and hear what that was about. <laughs> Let's see.
0: Having to poop. Oh, you remembered. <laughs> it's the only thing it could have been about, uh, okay.
2: you know. I, 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 now it, it, it's uh, coming back to me.
4: I think I must have blocked it out. I remember that.
2: Yeah. He also says on that episode, uh, happy birthday, Tim. Thanks. All right. Episode 178. <laughs> you gotta bring a friend and me He says the The Mulan trailer dropped today I can't wait to see it uh, Episode 168 The Rise of Disney Plus He says You're around Iron Man <laughs> oh. <laughs> That was awesome Alright well thank you for those comments there Ernesto Alright take it away Dan
4: Oh I, what did I do uh, Well I went to Batu, Back to Batu on the 3rd To check out the fireworks from Batuu that's pretty cool, man. Yeah, it is nice. It's, it's pretty cool. Um, you need to watch them in front of the Falcon. The second level actually is no good for that. You can't watch it from the second level because the lights are in the way. They don't dim the lights or anything over there. And there is no... They call it a celebration. The celebration takes place at this time.
2: I was wondering what they were calling that. Celebration. I, okay. Yeah.
4: Because um, they, they had people... Because people were asking, what are these people standing around for? They're not fireworks. For, they're not fireworks, no. Although the celebration... I don't remember what they said it was for, but it was a celebration going on. None of the lights are dim, nor do you get any any type of music. You, all you get is the fireworks over the spires and the falcon, which is really cool. Bottom level by the falcon, which is what Diggs actually told me. He just said over by the falcon, but I figured out second level, no good because of the lights. Go down to the front. I mean, that makes sense because all
1: uh, almost all of the pictures I've ever seen of people taking pictures of the fireworks mm-hmm. from... Galaxies Edge seem to be near the Falcon. Yeah. Because almost always the, the Falcon's in the foreground and then you see the Fire roots. Right.
4: It's definitely the best place so, uh, to watch them from there. It makes sense. I, I did go around and get some more pictures, which you can find in my Instagram account, Dan's Disney Adventures. Just a bunch of pictures that I take of the things that we do uh, there because I got a bunch of them on my phone. Uh, but we did that. I went through and I figured out some more about how to work the play app, about how to do some of the stuff, completed a bunch more missions. I just spent the entire evening there. Did try the, I forgot to talk about this at that time, the Nuna Turkey Jerky. You're a turkey jerky. Thank you. Um, I tried it. It's okay. I don't that's the
1: one they have at Ronto the, uh, Roasters. Ronto's, yeah. yeah. It's, it's actually pic- not I've bad. I've seen pictures of My it. My
4: brother liked it. I think I have an aversion to turkey in any form other than a sandwich or in the traditional sense. Do you cut it diagonal? I cut it diagonal. Um, I, did, I, don't even, I don't even like turkey tacos. That's not, I'm not a fan of them. So I, I don't think like this ground was this was it. it. It was kind of we had the sweet one. There's a sweet one and the spicy one. We had the sweet one. And it was it was okay. Uh, I personally wouldn't get it again. I think my brother liked it enough that he he would do it. And I think he still wants to try the the spicy one. So we did that. And then we uh characters, we saw um the Diagona again And the thing. I got a better video of that, which I put up on my Instagram page. And then we the characters, Ray and Chewbacca, were having a A contest, they were having a a Chewbacca growling contest. Have you guys seen this online? (laughs) Have you seen this online, the Chewbacca growling contest? No. Chewbacca and Ray were there. Chewbacca was leading a growling contest. He was getting guys who could do the Chewbacca growl, and he was getting the audience to kind of vote on who the winner was. He did it in rounds. So people go up, do their thing. Some of them were good. Some of them were complete trash. (laughs) Some of them were forky. Forky. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) And then trying to narrow it down to the winner, he got to the last two winners, and he said, okay, let's really try them out, guys. Let's turn them this way. Act like the people over there are imperial troops coming this way. Give them your best growl. And as soon as you got them to do that, They dipped. They took uh, off. <laughs> they, they straight led, by Took off. The guys, the, the people, that, the last two finalists turned around were like, oh, they took off. <laughs> like, they just totally walked away. That's a good one. And went backstage, as a matter of fact. It wasn't even like anywhere close. So that was pretty cool. Lots of stuff to see. Even if you don't get on the rides and, and do that. There's all kinds of interactions with the characters. It's actually kind of fun to do. I did that morning, make a reservation for the cantina. I did it about, I don't know, probably about 10 o'clock in the morning. I made a reservation. I was trying to get something around ten o'clock in the evening, and the app told me the only time we have uh, the soonest time to that is ten forty-five. So I did it. Only did about ten minute wait. Again, tried one of the alcoholic drinks this time because I think I've tried all the non-alcoholic ones now. Oh no, they had the what's the one that has the like fuzzes all over the non-alcoholic one that has the little pearls in it. I oh, forgot what it was I'm called. Not sure. That looked good. One of the guys at the table had that, and it looked uh, pretty good. They also had the snacks. Uh, they had ordered that little snack plate, which uh, I'm not so sure about. You know, I went just in the fruit.
0: I went in the morning. Uh, we I didn't think we'd be able to get a reservation later on, so I made a right at 7 a.m. We were there anyway, getting pins. Yeah. Uh, so I went right on my thing app, booked the thing for 9 a.m. I think we actually walked up around 9:15. It was no
4: big deal, and they were just letting people in randomly. That's not always the case because when, it, when it's busy, if you're late for the app like that, if you're late for your time. You can get screwed out of that. That's, yeah. that's what I've heard. So we went at
0: like nine ten, nine fifteen, and uh, the um, they pretty much let us right in. It was within five minutes, and then they sat us in a booth, and then we ordered. We ordered like a she had a non out. She had the porg one, and I had like the other. Or no, I had the yub nub, and she had something else. And then the. We had the, the breakfast items. We yeah. had the overnight oats. Yeah. And we had the, which is basically just a cinnamon roll, but it's like a little chocolatey. It's like chocolate stuff sprinkled on it, kind of. But that's basically the only two food items that they yeah, sell. There's not on a lot there. of food options. It's that they have a, the overnight oats were really good. The things that were inconsistent about it were like the fruit stuff that they put in it. They have like pieces of fruit they put in is there. Is it pre made too, like the drinks? Yeah. I mean, it seems like, well, overnight oats, they have to pre-make at least the night before. Mm -hmm. So that's why it gets the consistency. But the flavor of the actual oats were really good. Probably one of the better overnight oats that I've ever had.
4: When I went in, Rex wasn't working. Not at
0: all? Not at all. What was he doing? Was there any music? This. Was there any music? Yeah.
4: Was Just house music? Was he on the recordings? Uh, Not that I recall. No, actually. Hmm. I wasn't paying enough attention to do that, but I don't remember him... Say anything because usually he's like, Okay, burn, yeah. Yeah, 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 he's like, makes sounds and stuff. So, no, I don't
0: remember hearing that at all. But Maybe no, he wasn't played. working at all. So, it didn't sound like the music from the previous time that mm,
4: you were in there. I get you know what? I'm gonna tell you no because I didn't hear the cantina song,
0: and it plays of every, like every, every 30 minutes or so, yeah.
4: And I was in there for quite a while because it's t- the first time I went into the cantina, I went up to the bar and ordered my drinks. This time I let the waitress handle it, which took a lot longer which I didn't care. I wasn't, you know, doing anything. I didn't have any other plans. Right. But, you know, we shut the park down in there and then left after that. But that's what I got going on. Uh, This week, uh, this weekend, I'm actually going to San Francisco. I'm going to be visiting the Walt Disney Family Museum. Sweet. So the next time I'm I'm here, I'll probably talk about... It's a good one. ...that a little bit. Uh, And then Comic-Con next week, so we'll see what we got over there. And then I am one of the lucky ones going to Celebration. So I got a hotel and a... um, four-day pass
2: cool all right so hey if you guys have any you want to uh let us know what you guys have going on or what your thoughts are on uh anything coming up in the parks hey we still have the haunted mansion they still have tickets for the haunted mansion uh thingamabob and i'm 300 thing I, whatever yeah, it's it coming costs up a month from now yeah those tickets are still available you can get those and uh don't forget we still have uh available well, they still have the oogie boogie party Halloween party thing going on. That's Those tickets are still available, so go grab those. But hey, if you have any thoughts on those or anything else, or I don't know, if you have uh,
1: stories about Stranger Danger, all you have to do is email us. Mousefire at
4: gmail.com. You know that, I think my brother tomorrow, I'm going to go to the park tomorrow, and my son wants to ride Grizzly River Rapids, so we're going to get on. I think my brother's going to take one of Michael's tip of the week and take a change of socks. I'm voting that it's going to end up taking a, buying a pair of Crocs because <laughs> his shoes get wet.
3: Do you have a special occasion coming up? Looking to personalize your trip with a keepsake? Create customized buttons for birthdays, engagements, family vacations, even bridal parties, or just because. Check out ButtonsByDiggs.com today. Buttons by Digs. Buttons by Digs. Remember, those are buttons, not pins.
2: All right, it's going to do it for this episode of the Mouse Power Podcast. Hey, thanks for joining us, Dan.
4: Hey,
1: sorry I was a little late. Better um, late than never, I guess. Yeah, I, I think I explained that accidentally. Yeah, at least little unlike little. last week where you made me pull out the chair for nothing. <laughs>
4: I've shown up late before.
1: But he doesn't have to pull out the Not chair for Not as many times as Dan, but I've shown up late <laughs> before.
4: <laughs> I'm a busy guy. What do you want?
2: Yeah, Dan uh, had some uh, traf- traffic problems with the fallen AT-AT.
4: Yeah, that was dirty. <laughs> was I, I bet good, you I'm still going to see
0: that when I go it's home It's a good right thing now. that I stayed home and finished Stranger Things and didn't rush over.
2: Oh, I I can't leave for another half hour. Wait, you just now finished that?
0: Well, yeah, we watched it all together.
2: All right, don't forget, Sound Station Oh will end its run on July 17th. Bye. Also, Disneyland's birthday. And we get Mickey's uh, Fantastic Band coming on. Uh, what was it on July 18th on the next day?
0: Mickey's Craptastic Filler Parade. There you go.
1: Uh, I don't even, yeah, filler, just the, just one word, filler. Are
0: you, are you going to make an attempt to watch Sensational a few times before it leaves?
1: I will be there
2: on July 17th.
0: You, well, yeah, of course we're going to go that day.
2: But I won't be there for the 18th for the new filler. Well, oh, no, nobody suggested the, that
4: you should be. The 17th is my wife's birthday, too, so it's always difficult to work in the...
2: All right! Don't forget uh, Oogie Boogie's birthday party or Halloween birthday party, whatever he's having going on over at DC. Tickets, it's a bash. It's still Addy. Tickets are still available for that, so grab those tickets. Also, if you uh, got one of those uh, uh, Forky plush uh, doll things, keep m- it. It's a
0: collectible. Keep put it. it the- nope. Put it in the trash. <laughs> don't, don't eat the eye.
1: Don't eat the eye. Put it in the trash where Forky belongs. It's where he wants to be. Respect Forky's wishes. He has a do not resuscitate. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, keep him or send him back or whatever you want to do. It's
2: up to you. Um, Yeah, that's about it. And don't forget, uh, get your Fat Time AP button uh, over there at DCA. By mobile ordering at over there at uh, what was it again? Uh Corn Dog Castle. Award wieners. Award wieners. Whatever the bruise place was. The Bruise over there next to uh Seleucephony. Uh, lucky
1: Fortune cookie. Fortune dragons. Yeah, to get your fortune dragon cookie. <laughs> yeah, have, they have plastic Uh just a note real fast, uh speaking of uh plushies, I real fast I forgot to mention that uh I know we don't obviously don't have a uh uh, Build-A-Bear here at uh, downtown Disney more, but if there are Build-A-Bears around that you guys still have access to, there are some Lion King uh, Build-A-Bears that are being released, including a really amazing cool-looking Pumba. Oh, I so, gotta check that out. Yeah. You could
4: spend 80 bucks by the time you get out of there. Buy the bear, buy the costume, buy the shoes. Yeah, no kidding. You're a Pumba.
1: Yeah. <laughs> hey, so of course you can follow along with all the fights and the earthquakes and everything else over on our social medias. We're MousePire on Facebook, at MousePire on Twitter and Instagram. MousePire on the On the snappy Snapchats, maybe sometime you guys, if you're on Snapchats at the right time, either you can catch an earthquake or a fight. (laughs) Or hopefully neither, because let's hope neither happens again. But, you know. Snoop, snappity, snoop. You know where we are. Hey, if you want to follow
4: along on my Disney adventures, you can find me on Instagram at Dan's Disney Adventures. Just something fun I kind of started. So you can see some stuff. Been gaining followers. Got featured on the SoCal Instagram page today. Thanks, Jose. (laughs) I saw that. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, we're there doing that Extraordinary Culture podcast. This podcast, of course, if I'm not here live in the palacious Nospire Studios, you can usually catch me emailing and hanging out with these guys on the side.
1: Uh, the you podcast. can also catch both of us on the uh, the Cap Tap Culture, Culture uh, podcast. podcast which we need to do, which <laughs> we'll be doing busy. coming up, uh, probably uh, either this week or probably the middle of next or, uh, week uh, r- or probably right after uh, uh, Extreme uh, Rules. Yeah, uh, that's that's when I. So uh, if you guys that. are uh, like hearing a little wrestling, uh, you guys can should rasslin. check that out.
2: You can follow me on Instagram at Blue1313. Also, follow up buttons by dings on Instagram. There you see your button orders going out. I have a button order that I need to do, but I lost the design. So I've got to redo the whole design. That's dirty. That sucks. You can get uh, some mouse Power gear over at DGPclothing.com or get your own gear. Send me a message and I'll create whatever you would like. And don't forget, you can check out the podcast over on the YouTubes. Just search Miles Power Podcast. And uh, what else we have going on? Hey, he'll
0: make you a shirt that says uh, something out of straight out of Toontown. Oh,
2: yeah, there you go. (laughs) I
0: saw him posting about that. Somebody said, I need this shirt. He goes, I can make it for you (laughs) straight out of Toontown.
2: Yeah, there you go. And then don't forget, you can uh, also help support the podcast over at patreoncom mousepire and I get the Michael the Mail Guy three dollar special. And you can also listen to us over at Radio.com. Ooh. Radio. So yeah, check out the mouse Power podcast there. Just subscribe, and uh, you'll get uh, notified as soon as that uh, gets uh, posted. And I noticed that Radio.com, uh, the the podcast is posted as quickly as, as it is on, uh, on iTunes. And uh, still, Stitcher sucks because it takes forever for that to upload. I don't know why. But, uh, yeah. Yeah. That's about it.
1: And until next time, remember, fight! (laughs) So for Cameron Boyce, Rip Torn, and Artie Johnson, I'm Anthony. I'm Tim. I'm Dan. I'm Diggs. Bye! Bye.
2: Call up a Hammerhead Corvette. I have an idea.
3: Well, you want the bad news or the really bad news?
0: I'll take any news you got. Blip, bloppity, bloop.
2: This podcast is intended for entertainment and informational purposes only. Audio, sound bites, and other clips are property of their copyright holders. All original stuff is ours and property of mousepire.com.
0: Let's get ready to wumble <laughs> It's a Toontown fight. Spider Man, Spider Man, he does whatever a spider can. Spider pig, spider pig does whatever a pig can dig. That's not what that word Well, it rhymes, though, and that's what's important. Monsters After Dark!